everyone, and welcome to episode 250 of Fans of Power. I am Joe Amato, and I'm here with my partners in crime, Tyler T-Rex Baker and Nasty Nate Nathan Kenny. And it felt good. I had to redo myself uh, from last week because last week I, I botched that intro because Nathan, I don't know if he was fucking with me or just uh, trying to be serious. But he was like, uh, Joe, um, your intro that you do, um, you know, when Brian was on Fans of Power, he came up with that partners in crime. And I was like, fuck, really? And that's why last week, remember how I fumbled up because I was thinking... Did he say that? So I'm sitting there trying to think of a new intro last week. I fucked it all up, and I was like, okay, now i got to do what Tyler already says. I love putting myself through torture. So I went back and listened to starting on episode one all the way up. And then when I got to 25, I was like, nope, I did it because it was me starting off, and it was just me and Tyler. And that's when I said with my partner in crime, Tyler T-Rex Baker. So episode 25 is when I tagged and I coined the phrase for the podcast. I just, I just picked a random one and heard him say it. And I was just like, oh, Joey's copying you. And then he got really <laughs> upset with me. He's like, I got to I gotta I, go back. I got to make sure. I'm like, Joe, it's it's fine. We're 200. I was like, no, it's not. I we, don't want to copy. <laughs> we are 250 episodes into this thing. I'm pretty sure it's yours now. You know, like, I don't know why you were so worried about that. Which I, I want I want people to hear Nathan's reaction to what he listened to. Because he, he made a point to tell me, like, what he thought. As if I didn't expect anything less, but I still want people to hear Nathan's reaction to listen to the, the old days. But you know, go ahead, Nathan. Uh, well, uh, I well, I'm kind of sorry if I'm seeming a little distracted. Things are like freezing up, so I, I like I was able to hear Tyler, but he was frozen, and then I'm looking there. So everything, uh, maybe it'll all work. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be strange, but uh. Uh, those first episodes are rough, like really. Don't feel the need to be really polite, rough. You say, I, well, what? you can hear it in Brian's voice. I'm sorry, Brian. I don't even know if he like comes back and checks out that he doesn't listen to this podcast. He wouldn't know where to find us <sighs> even if you told him. But what was he's at. just very spacey, and I know that I have adult beverages every every week that we do the show. But Brian's on a whole other planet. He's on Planet Stasiac or something for all I know. Because he's just... I, I don't want to be too mean. I don't want to be too mean. It, it just... It wasn't good. So if you guys... And go, I was always trying to watch uh, like how I talked Joe, and I tried to... Joe is really like short with him, too. You can hear it. It's like, yep. Okay. And you're always trying to steer everything. You, you did the best you could. It's, it is it is what it was. Well, hey, we, we, all, we all did our best to put out with that bullshit for as long as we did because you know i i i started to feel like i had a place to say anything until like we were really going to get serious about bringing guests on and that's why like, i don't give a shit i don't care how much this guy gets pissed off he's he's obnoxious and rude to joe he doesn't hesitate to cut me off he rambles and i mean a lot of times me and joe would deliberately not even discuss with him what we were doing because we didn't give a shit right. and i like we, we deliberately said We'll discuss this, and we never included Brian on any of it. Even if we had told him in advance what we were doing, he wouldn't have prepared for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm my kid. You go back and listen. It's one of his contributions. Let's talk about Manny Weapons. Manny Weapons is not a character or a thing. It's Manny Weapons. Manny faces packed with a few extra weapons. That is right. it. But he thought that was a conversation. Joe allowed me to just give my thought. And I said, it's Manny faces with extra weapons. And there was, okay, well, we'll be back after these messages. Like, there was no discussion. He had nothing to offer on it, and it was his topic. I mean... I'll never forget that. We we bring all this up at the beginning. I, I guess sort of a roundabout way to plug. 
link is down below if you guys want to go to the the anchor.fm fans of power page and just go back and listen from the beginning uh, we're up to episode 130 which I, we're getting to the point where like i'm i'm on the show more often than not so uh, that's when it became bad and i was gonna say <laughs> oh, well, also, oh when i joined links. the show oh okay joe i see how it is Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'll I'll send I'll send Ozone a message and be like, "Hey, you want to come back?" <laughs> well, like, do me... I? Like his eyes are all glazed over, and he just falls flat on his face. And well, first let me acknowledge the people that I see in the chat room. I'll see the participants. I see three live stream: Adam Gabbard, Captain Chronic, Curtis Ackerman, Daniel Carhunen, Febmon, Grimbot, Jason Hadlick, Papa Hood sixty nine, Rebecca Cox, Sportimus, and Zen Brown. And if I missed anybody, I apologize, but I got the live participants I seen right there. There might have been comments before that, so uh, but we'll always get you. Remember, stick stick around to the end of the show, and we'll get any of your questions. But also, one more plug: if you want to check uh, the link to my t shirt store, I upload. Uh, I always give Tyler, I like giving him shit about Stilt Stalker. Just, I always say, ah, oh, yeah, what a worthless thing that was. And, you know, and in the comics. And I'm like, I always just give him shit. But on the front of the card back for that, there was some beautiful art. Because remember, not all the Mega Laser and the Jet Sled, or excuse me, yeah, Jet Sled. Did I just say? Okay, yeah, and you of course, right. still stuck. You got it right. Yeah, it's like because they fucked me. Yeah, because they fucked me up with how they did things for classics. But uh, we'll pass on that. But anyways, and of course, still stalker. That some had art on the front. Some of the cardbacks didn't. None of mine did. But I was finally able to get a hold of a beautiful card front of that with that image and there was no rips no tears i was like now i can see everything because usually the bubble rips half the shit i'm like i don't know what stuff looks like when i need to redraw this i redraw i redrew i redrew the whole thing color did enhancements and i put that sucker up i ordered it tyler got it and yeah the link to my t-shirt page is below if you want to check that out or any of them because I was like, I ordered one, and Tyler ordered one, so I can't wait to get that. Hopefully by next. I, you know what? I, I may go ahead and order one after we're done with the show because I like it when you when you do the art like that, like with the uh, Clamp Chap and Scareglow and uh, Sarod. When you uploaded just that the static image of those characters, I, I love that stuff that you do with those. Every, everything, you know, everything see, else, everything else. To get Joe fine. to do for a long right. time, it's like, oh, you know, go, go you know buy what's one funny of those well, yeah, no, I appreciate it. And the thing about that Stilt Stalker image, I think if I would have had that on my, you know, card back front when I bought that as a kid, it might have given me a different impression because I had the nothing. And then when I turn on the back, you know, you just look on the back and he's just standing there. And I think Beastman's there or Skeletor. But I was like, God, does this look boring? Every time I see it, I was like, oh, I just picture him just walking over water. But the one that has the image on the front, it's like intensity. I mean, He-Man's looking, you know, he's like gritting his face. He's blasting with, you know, the lasers and shit. You know, it's it looks intense. I was like, that could have changed my impression of it. So it's weird how one piece, of, but we always say that. The art masters of the universe is just as important as the toys because that piece of art could have just, it seems so intense. Like I said, I think it could have changed my mind as a kid. But, but I also, and I, I feel like this, this warrants at least a decent little discussion because a lot of people say certain things about He-Man or worthless, like certain characters or, or weapons and stuff. Still stalkers, I don't think are ever depicted that well. Like I think there was, uh, I can't remember if it was Joe or somebody else had, had sent me a, a UK comic or a strip. And they're using the still stalkers to go over like you know uh, lava. And I think that kinda, was me. Or, or st yeah, it was you. And that, and then Snake Attack, like He Man's using one one panel to go through the swamp. Like I, I feel like the card art doesn't de doesn't depict it in a way that the still stalkers are using to avoid danger and still be able to attack if you need to. 
And MacArthur's artwork is unmatched, but it doesn't depict the Stilt Stalkers in a, in a way that seems like, okay, this makes sense. If you're going to play with the Stilt Stalkers as a kid, this is what you need to imagine with your toys. And it's just a weapon I always found fascinating. I never knew much about. And, um, and I, you know, Joe's, you know, he's busting my balls about it, but I can't argue it because they're never depicted in the way that they were intended to. When you see the mega laser, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a simple, you know, shoulder cannon, essentially, with, with the targeting system. The uh, jet sled is, you know, a backpack or a jet sled that you can hold on to. Like, you see it depicted the way it should be. But still, stalkers were always dismissed. And I, I that's why I always have this, like, affinity for things that are just not used that much in Hemo. It's just why I love Clan Champ and Ninja so much. Still, stalkers are another item. I just want to know more about because they were used very little. And I always want to take in, you know, it's I have my own little orphanage for the characters like Misfit Toys or something like that from Rudolph. Like that's I feel, I feel, always felt bad for characters that never got used much. Lizard Man also like I want more. I want more of that character. And I just all that's how I've always felt about it. And uh, given the opportunity, if somebody was willing to overlook my my acid tongue towards how the powers that be. I would love to work stilt stalkers in, in a very logical and rational manner that people was like, you know what I'm fucking hey, man, those things are badass. I gotta go on eBay and buy me something. $250, man. Fuck you. I'm not buying can, that. Can, Dude, 40? I'll Nathan, take it. Can, can you just... Nathan, how great would it have been? Because earlier, just to let you know, Tyler, your camera was just like expanding by itself. Or I don't know if there was something Nathan no, was doing to no, change it, it but it, it's, it, I was like, oh my God, when he ranted there, Nathan, if his head would have gotten gigantic, oh uh, God, that would have I mean, been perfect. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know why his camera just decides to take over the screen at various points of the show, but can you imagine if somehow Tyler got enough buzz about him that Mattel was like, all right, let's let's check this guy out. And they pick, like, one of the worst episodes where Tyler's at his angriest. And then they're like, uh, yeah, ab- ab- about that. I don't think so. <laughs> Can't you, you, would, you would think that maybe at some point there'd be somebody at Mattel who's like, all right, you know what? This guy's willing to not just be a generic guestman and says all of our cheap head sculpts are sure they're great, sir. Can we please do some more? Like, that they don't, that they only just see someone who's angry and cussing all the time. Like you don't see the passion and the care that something that this company has done all this time ago. I've devoted so much of my life, my personal life, my money and my thinking, my brain is all devoted to this property and celebrating it so much. And all they see is just angry as fuck adult yeah. who just can't seem to get over that it's just not his way or the highway. He said something and about blah, blah, blah. he said something about Sandy vaginas. We definitely can't have that on our yeah, team. Yeah, we're, we're we're too corporate. We need a lot of yes men and, and say that our shitty decisions and our, our poor mini comic choices I mean, and shitty artwork and bad stories that, that, they're, that they're all great. That kind of goes in a, a whole other direction too. Of like, uh, I, I know we always go back to wrestling at this point, but uh, you think about WWE and how Vince is. You know, he he surrounds himself with those people who are just oh yes sir, you're you're right, and no one wants to stand up and just be like, you know what, maybe that's a horseshit idea. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we should do this instead. Oh, goddamn pal, I don't like that. Uh, you know, like, you gotta... I, I hate that, that corporate structure. It seems, and we have no, uh, like, background knowledge on any of this, but it seems like back in the 80s, and maybe even a little prior, like, toy companies seemed a little more uh, open to ideas. And we're like, oh, you know what? Here, I'll, I'll give this team this. What do you guys come up with? Whatever, do it. I always think about uh, Big 
when they're sitting there having oh, yeah. those toy discussions. It was so like <laughs> loose, you know. It's like, I don't get it. I'm yeah. sorry, Nathan. No, what you just said that came up today with the. I don't get it. I'm gonna bring this up. You talking about toy corporation or things? Um, Grimbot sent me a picture, and it was uh something from Twitter. He said Mattel posted. I didn't think it was Mattel's account, but I mean, he said it might have been Mattel, but it was for Masters of the, one of the Master Universe pages on Twitter. And something along the tagline of like, um, it, oh, now it's winter. He'll have to correct me here in the chat room. I know he will. Something about, oh, you know it's winter. And He Man, the Origins figure, is sitting in a cup of hot chocolate. And I, I told him, I was like, what the fuck? does that mean who in wintertime what person i mean just picture this he-man is sitting in a cup of hot chocolate that's the equivalent of, of us saying you know what it's wintertime let me get in a tub full of hot chocolate it, i did i was like so i told him i said i wanted to post a pic of i don't get it with tom uh, tom hanks from big I, I said i was gonna post that but oh wait he said um they weren't afraid to apologize back oh he said yep mattel's twitter page oh i was waiting for him to say what the quote was but either way you wonder what are they thinking? Who thought that was funny? What's funny about He Man? Also, oh, Mattel, Mattel did this. Well, I mean, he's—you got to think like. Uh, yeah, he said it was Mattel's Twitter page. That's why I mean, I don't get it. I was like one of the ones like I don't understand it. It's it's but, well, winter time, but yeah, what well, the hell does but, sitting in a hot well because cup of chocolate because mean? Masters of the Universe fans that collect the toys when they were kids are now in their mid forties or like mid 30s early 40s and we think about sitting in a cup of hot chocolate because uh, you know it, 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 it gets it. it gets cold our joints start to hurt a little more because we're getting old uh you know uh-huh. fireplaces and uh yeah we don't want a fireplace we want to sit in that hot cup of chocolate it just sounds so like it's a re- oh. it's a really like like very low-key below pedestrian attempted humor which seems to be a lot of the shit i see which is why I don't subscribe to any Facebook pages anymore that regard He-Man because it's always somebody's trying to one-up the other of the shitty white bread joke we're, you know, we're using vintage He-Man, Origins He-Man, 2000X He-Man, Classics He-Man. Like, oh, look, he's standing with his leg over his head. Wah, wah, wah. It's just this, it's this just, really, it really just flat. embarrassing now, attempts of, well, look at me, everybody. I posed a figure like this. Isn't it funny? I'm a funny motherfucker, well, aren't I? There, there was the the one video that I saw on Facebook that I thought was well done, where the kids not uh, the kids sitting there with the parents, and the parents are excited about playing with the Origins figures, and it kind of goes back and forth between switching with them playing with the figures and like you know uh, what they're trying to recreate. And the kids not interested at first, and then he starts playing with the figures as well. Like I thought that was pretty well done they need more of that if they want to uh kind of hammer home that oh hey you remember this when you were a kid get your kids to get into it too kind of thing yeah but commercials like that aren't going to get kids today like you need commercials that that show the kids why these characters are baddest they have to be depicted with the cool backgrounds like i don't i i just I, i could not imagine wanting to buy a toy i saw as a kid when i see the parents playing with it first all, you know, it's like I, the kids, I, I they're get, not good. I get see But the commercial is only going to make sense to us. That, that you know, Your five-year-old is going to watch that commercial and not get it. Like, you're trying to be funny. Only the adults are getting the humor. And the emphasis should be on the toy. Like, why this is a badass toy. And why you should ask your parents and Santa Claus to buy this for you for Christmas. All right. Like, well, let's let's put, uh, let's say you, you are the, the Tom Hanks character in Big. And you're like, I don't get it. I'll be the executive. Tyler, what would you do to... 
Uh, what what commercial would you just do the throwback to the the battle scenes and having all that, or would you take a different approach? I I would put all the emphasis on depicting like you know you have the, the people who make these backgrounds like these these forest scenes or or castle scenes with smoke coming up around the characters and depicting He Man is you know is is standing there and you see you know he's being approached by Skeletor, Evil and Beast Man. And there's Panther up on the, on this rocky cliff, knocking rocks down. You know, he man's in for it. He needs help. Here comes Commander Arms, and here's and here comes Battle Cat. You know, who's gonna who's gonna win the power of you know, of Grayskull? You know, find out. You know, get your own. You know, get yours today or something like that. You know, build up the mystery of these characters. Who's gonna fight? Do you think Skeletor's gonna win? Do you think He Man's gonna? Only you can decide that. You know, really amp up. You know, just like the superheroes, like the visuals should sell the kids on why they want this. You know, those commercials that we, that Nathan just mentioned, that's selling us and making fun of what's really going on, that the kids would rather play at the damn phone, you know, unless they're introduced to this stuff. And you can't predict it. They may take to it. They may not. You know, I'll find out next weekend whether, you know, I know Bryant likes He-Man, but I'm got, I'll find out next weekend whether he really takes to the set of He-Man toys. I can't force him to do it. But the visuals of those toys should, should be more than enough to sell him on that because he likes big, strong mu- muscle superheroes. Looking at He-Man should be a, a relatively easy sell. There's no guarantee on that. The commercial marketing stuff towards kids should be nothing but emphasizing the badass. That's what all of us were saw. When we saw Turtles, of course you might see hands moving the figures around stuff like, and even the old he- 80s He-Man commercials have got kids, but they're trying to pretend like they are the character talking to the other characters. It's not about like, you know, you know, Dad is featured in a couple of them, very hokey too, as if like Dad's and the Israel are a bunch of morons. Well, and even yeah, if maybe they're they gonna were. do pictures, well, no, I was gonna say, yeah. even if it's yeah, if it's pictures, do something that makes kids want to buy it. Because I just had Nathan put it up. By the way, it said Winter Mode activated. That was the catchphrase for this picture. I, I, and really, I look at that I as want the I, I look at that as nothing more than it's. But how is this promoting to make it? It's a just trying to be cute. That's all it is. It's just trying to be cute. No, it's just it's, it's hitting. Room. What do you guys think of that? Winter mode activated, and you see this to promote whether it's winter or origins or anything. What does it's, this even mean? It's just something to promote to the older fan that has grown out of collecting toys and is into the the comforts of life and it's winter time get your blanket sit near the fireplace it's just that kind of thing go watch a lifetime yeah, it's movie. not really That's supposed to be is. thought of too much but when mattel does it it sounds like they're trying to you know just like you go to any social media page someone is trying to be cute and funny with the he-man figure joe you're guilty of this shit too I do it all the time. I'm having a blast. And before we get into our good memories, because the memories is going to be our last topic, we're going to talk about that. We want all you guys to give your memories as well. But we're going to now get into our top three worst 2000X figure variants. And I I mean, I can let Tyler start off. I had a lot in my head, and I was thinking, I'm not going to be doing, at least for me, I don't know what Tyler did, because, again, we don't know who did what and what said, you yeah. know, what was said. But, um, I'm not doing any of the color variants like i didn't include like yeah i didn't do that either like that was easy i was like no i'm not gonna do that or the blood or the disco or anything i was like i'm just gonna pick figures that really i looked at and i was like well again i don't get it what's this what does this fucking mean but we'll start off with tyler then me then nathan go at number three to two to one and, and i'm curious to see what and, and, whatever you pick guys in the chat room and those watching this after the fact you will be excited to know 
that Joe and Tyler have two completely different lists this week. So Good. it's going to be. And fantastic. I told Nathan, I said, I think I'm going to go in such a d- different direction because I was like, I don't want to pick anything I think he might do. But plus, I was going to go with a lot of the crazy ass snake variants. But I was like, you know what? I don't know if he bought those snake variants. I don't know if he got this thing or that. So that's why I'm curious. I can't wait to see. But I'm glad we picked two different sets. But it shows that, yeah, they had some. It was bad. It was really bad. But go, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Tyler. Give us your number three. I, I actually, when we did this too, like I, I went back just to look at them all. I had forgotten about some of these shitty things. I bet you I mean, did. I, yeah, I did. And I had bought damn near. There's a, a few that I didn't own. Um, mainly, mainly the, when this because the Snakeman figures were not available in retail here. Like they were available overseas, and there was a certain store. I was told that you could get them at retail there, but I had to order Fisto, King Hiss, Cobra Con, and Ratlore. Hey, you, you mean Battle Fist. You mean Battle Fist, Tyler. Oh, I'm not yeah, acknowledging no. that happy horseshit name. I don't give a shit what, what George Lucas did. Like For Mattel to not come up with anything more clever than that, they need a good swift kick in the nuts multiple times till the nuts come out the throat, <laughs> Hot Shots Part Deux style. Um, so... It was like, oh my god! And then I, I, I had my list set, and I went back and looked at it again. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I have to include those. So number okay. three is Battle Glove Man at Arms, which is the same fucking figure <laughs> with two new weapons, and they thought it'd be cute and clever and efficient to issue the same damn figure with two new lame ass weapons. And even at that time, I bought it because I was just like, I have to buy everything because I don't want to miss out on what I did in the 80s. And even at that time, I'm like, it's the same figure. Not even a color scheme. Nothing. It's the same figure with two new shitty weapons. <laughs> it was you know, it's, it was lazy. It gave me, gave it me the goes against everything that I have against Mattel. We're just trying to, and Super 7 is guilty of it too, of just finding the cheapest way of issuing the same damn figure. And I, I, when I saw, I, I forgot all about that. And I revised my list last night because Nathan asked me to send his list. And I was like, hold the phone. And I'm like, oh, that, that piece of shit's going on my list. Like, I, I really hit just meant it was just going to be He-Man Skeletor variants, but which, which, that that had to go By the way, there. I messaged Joe last yesterday around like 7, 8 o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, go, Joe, can you, can you give me your list? Nothing. <laughs> Fucking crickets. Wake up this morning, and he was like, "Oh yeah, here, here you go." It took me all night to think about I, this. Well, he had to take his wiener out of his hand because he can't type with one hand. So, <laughs> right? See, I always feel like I'm just. That's why. Wait, like that, that's why he sends all, all the, the time. That's why he sends all those voice messages to us. You can do that with one. Yeah, hand. yeah, but, well, exactly. Because it's well, yeah, but okay. Well, there's uh, Tyler's. It's yes. like a kid in a safety blanket. Like he he doesn't feel comfortable. Like unless he's walking around with it, and he's like Jimmy and the Wizard. You know, he's in California, but no lunchbox. He's just got his dick in his hand the whole time. <laughs> you know, and Nathan is like Lucas. You know, we don't want you to whiz on someone. And then Joe just looks at him and just starts pissing on him right there. You know, <laughs> but before this thing falls apart, here comes. This, you know, like I said, as we, we're talking about a lot of these, I mean, even ones you're talking about, I know they like they liked getting real tech heavy with this stuff. Oh, and everything God. seemed like it had a similar power. Yeah, and it felt similar, but I got to one that feels so damn cheap, and I just, I don't know what the hell they were doing. That's Snake Armor yeah. Skeletor. This fucking thing, I mean, it came in a two-pack, but, I mean, you get this sword that I'm like, what the fuck is this sword? He has a stupid ass armor. It looks so 
cheap with the plastic. And then you get this shield that's so fucking big and heavy that you can only pose him when he's leaning back because if he tries to stand forward, he falls. And here's the great gimmick as you popped on me to see. But the great gimmick is like, oh, you hold it and then, oh, wow, spikes. But I was like, what? What does this mean? What does the stupid-ass sword, what does it fucking represent? This is horrible. I hate this fucking figure. It's, and the headpiece looks goofy as hell on him. Yeah, that's, and that's the other thing. It's like all this extra snake side crap. It's just, it's too busy and really cheap looking. So yeah, this is, my number three is this godforsaken fucking thing. This snake armor Skeletor. When I started to devise my list, because I had already looked at the, the figure checklist when we did our, our best of last week, and when it was, we decided we were going to do the worst... I had to go back and look at it, and then when I got your guys' list, I, I was like, yeah, that would probably come close. This would be on here. I also sort of went in a little bit of a... Di- I, I want to also, before I give my number three, because we're mainly doing variants here, but I want to give an honorable mention to Buzz Off, because I think that figure looks like shit as well. I know what they were... What? I know what they were trying to do, make him more insect-like and everything, but he just looks so scraggly and You're picking up shitty bu- looking. Buzz yeah. Off? Oh, I love Buzz Off. I love Buzz Off. Man, that, that's I just dude. I don't like the look of that figure at all. But my number three is Mecha Blade He-Man. I'm like, what What are they trying to do here? It's so gaudy. There's so much shit going on. It's like he looks like yep. a spider. And I'm looking at this from a perspective of if you're a kid playing with this toy as well and it's got so much stuff on it, what, what's that kid probably going to do? Take a lot of that stuff off, right? Because it's just too much going on. It's, it, And this will also tie into my number one as well, but it's just so... <laughs> much stuff it's so much bulk and i'm like what you know many people didn't even have that because i couldn't remember if that was another one of those hard last ones the international crap but the mecha blade and i think skeletors might have been mecha crunch i might be wrong but it's just yeah and it's just god it's half of these like you said when you take off the armor it's like just stupid underneath some surprisingly actually had cool details under the armor but the majority it's like okay let's just take he-man and skeletor and put so much shit on them that you don't know what's going yeah, on yeah they missed the point of the whole variant stuff anyway and nathan's is a prime example of like what the hell are you guys thinking like they don't need this much shit yeah. you know it's way it, like the battle way armor the he-man and skeletor which should have been called battle armor i don't know they should have been called you know gundam it, it, he-man and gundam skeletor with mecha blade he-man was this anything that was ever in the NYP cartoon? No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> no, almost well, the vast majority of the variants were never featured. Yeah. Like, uh, I was, you know, which we kind of thought, like, we might see some of them, and we did, but, you know, Ice Armor Hema was probably the only variant that we saw that was like, okay, that made sense. And it looked cool. got those goofy-ass samurai ones in there, too, that you just want to ignore. It's like, what, three of them? He-Man, Skeletor, or Skeletor Men-at-Arms all got and that. The, and the Battle Raptor. And battle ba- and Samurai Battle Cat. Yeah. Which, which unfortunately, oh, I own that one because I couldn't find a, a regular Battle Cat from that line. It's still in the box in my parents' house. If you guys go on the channel and uh, find, like, the... I think it was three videos that I did where I was digging through totes and boxes up in my parents' attic, you'll see that some of those variants I I did buy. I don't know why. I really, I really don't know. We bought everything, yeah, though. That's, I, that's what we did. If it was something we didn't know, we... we I, and that was my... That was my 
goal was like I missed out on getting the stuff in the 80s when it was brand new, at least most of the yeah. 80s, not all of them, but I just did not want to repeat that. And I'm like, this toy sucks or this variant sucks, but I'm going to buy it. Like, I'm going to buy the flight packs. Are they great? No. And I do I confess myself? Yes, they are, because it's new. Not to, you got to buy it. Oh, man. And not to mention, Tyler, at one point, I think had like all of those displayed on card. Like, didn't you pegged most of those on the wall? If I remember correctly. Yeah, when 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 we lived over in Fairlawn, that entire the, the it was the side the walls was my was my room, and the entire room I had all my carded figures of Thousand X, all on the wall, all my golden books, all the magazines, all the comic books, all the mini comics, all in frames. The mini the posters, Earl Norman's posters, were all on the walls. My movie posters, the entire room. All four walls, width of the house, was all He-Man. And I, I, I just, you know. And they, I remember when I moved into that house the first time Nathan came over, I think the first or second night, and was just there kind of supervising, like helping me put stuff up. Like I even had a ladder. I, had, I was climbing a ladder and putting stuff up. That was a big-ass room. That was a really big it was. room. It was. I was pretty proud. Not too many people saw it, but... Uh, it, it was a fun fun room to display all that stuff. In 2000X, every bit of it was on display. Mm. Let's get to your number two shitstorm. Oh, well, that would be Snake Hunter He-Man. <laughs> you know, it's I like Snake Armor He-Man. I think it's a great-looking uh, variant. But Snake Hunter, because it was so bare-bones and just it looked like such a pussy variant of He-Man. Well, but he came with a great net, though, didn't he? He came with a fantastic net. Which, I do want to specify, the image that I have on here doesn't have that net thing on his back. It's just sitting beside of the figure itself. So, Joe, why are you... Why are you already putting your? No, but I was gonna try here? to. I was gonna try to get it for you to show that goofy ass net. I yeah, think. Hold on. I, I mean they can see the net here. Just imagine. Oh, that, oh like, you, don't, okay. you don't have to run the risk of exposing yourself. We don't want you running the risk of exposing <laughs> right, yourself. If there goes, and there would go the tablet because Tyler's like, let's see if we can go another episode without dropping that tablet, and it would have probably J- happened. Joe's so. flopping the bishop ball in his hand. It goes out of control like a fire, you know, fire hose out of control, and. <laughs> We get, yeah, we, get we, we get you know semen skid marks on the screen like oh god it's Christmas well, time that was, <laughs> no, yeah, it was no. close I'll tell you what I almost picked that snake hunter I almost picked it I went with a different He Man but that it's funny because my number two is another horrible but it goes hand in hand it's it's the wolf armor yeah like wow it's great you got armor goofy ass weapon this stupid ass wolf thing and another. Like I said, this series of this two-pack, it, it's probably the cheapest feeling and look, especially when you hold it, of all their goofy-ass variants. Because, again, here's another shield with – they were so onto this fucking spike image or, or this gimmick where you turn things like, oh, that's fantastic. But, again, what what does this – what does it mean? What the fuck is this wolf armor? Where – I just hate it. It's not in the cartoon. It's, it's like – it absolutely looks out of place that snake I, like you said i know of course the snake and all this shit but this snake uh, armor skeletor looked completely out of place but the wolf armor he is just god it's even worse i mean that two pack I, I I always, hit, and but... i've never dug that much because i i've always dismissed the variants is is you know mostly just fodder but i i would always want to know how much the horseman had in the the creation of all these variants. Like, I, I bet I they had to nothing think... to do with these two. I bet they didn't have anything to do with those two. I hope not, because it doesn't look like their work at well, all. Well, yeah, a lot of them, like, I, I always assumed, like, Jungle Attack He-Man, because it was, it was the only variant that, I think, initially was displayed when they, they brought the two-ups out. 
And I thought like that was a pretty badass variant. Like, you know, is it logical? Probably not. But He Man, kind of looking like Rambo or like Conan. He looks intense. Kind of with, he, he's screaming. Yeah, with the, like, with the, the to... headband and the and the and the body paint on there, it was very reminiscent of Conan the Barbarian the, uh, when they're invading uh, Thulsa Doom's orgy chamber. And I, I just always thought that was such a and with a bow and arrow, like Rambo He Man, like that. It's not a very far fetched idea, and I would have loved to have to see that incorporated into it. But all the other variants that came along just look so damn goofy. I mean, yeah. you had a few people, a few along the lines that were like, "Ice Armor was cool," and that's really about it. Oh, the battle. What's I? I always refer to him as Battle Armor, but Battle Sound He Man, which should have been called Battle Armor, because it was very reminiscent of the Battle I Armor. I said it all the that time. Looked great. Yeah, that should have been. But later we get Battle Armor that looks nothing like what Battle Armor. Like piece oh of shit God, episode of Machines and Men. What a shitty episode that was. I've only I haven't seen it since the zero date, and I don't intend to. Good man. Nathan, what's your number well, two? Speaking of my number two, Jungle Attack He-Man. How about that? Uh. <laughs> Tell us how many people you don't like it. Though, that, because it is fucking lazy. Other than the face, it's basically like, here's a He-Man figure with some uh, little green triangles drawn on him. Give him a couple of different weapons. It's fucking lazy. That's my number two. So it's hilarious that you're sitting there talking about how great it is. <laughs> And I'm like smiling the whole time because I'm like it, it. The one thing, just to say, yes. Nathan, real quick, not to cut you off, but the one thing I didn't like about the figure myself, even though yes, it looks like he's in a war cry, I did not like the pose he was in. It the was so awkward. Was bad. Which was yes, why, the pose was very yeah, the bad. Pose, but otherwise, I got a kick out of his look and design. I just wish he'd have that pose because when I got those China variants that I told you about, you know, last week or the week before that were even bigger, they actually have that variant in big size and. He's completely in a better pose. I mean, a pose. He's not in that angled pose. He's in a regular pose. So I was like, oh, the China version got it cool with being oversized. But this weird. I hear more of why you didn't like it, Nathan. Because oh, uh, it's, it's, I can see what you mean. The, the, the concept behind it, like Tyler was saying, I get it. I'm going to have to adjust his camera again while I'm talking. Oh, oh, there it goes. The, the concept, the idea, I understand. But I picked it as my number two just in terms of the laziness you talked about man at arms and it's basically that and they gave him two extra weapons to me it's like all right a little a different face sculpt and then they just put little green lines on him and gave him two extra weapons like that was just incredibly lazy to me and that's the problem that we ran with with all of these variants it's either lazy or it's just too much going on i don't they couldn't find and tyler said that before like with ice armor that one actually looks pretty good but yeah. it, but it's it's the simplicity in it. But this was almost just too simple for me. Well, and I I, I get what you're saying, and I, I'm being like a big peg warmer for a while too. Like that was one that you'd find before the Smash Blade Spin Blade came out. That was the peg warmer I remember seeing was Jungle Attack. I remember it was not a hard to figure to find. Um, I mean, and I, I can't dispute that because I know what it looks like i have even though i have any of my 2000 next stuff on display i remember what they all look like um the the pose was was bad it was it was pretty shitty and it, there's there isn't much to it you know and um i i still you know i would it would go further and say yeah it's it's a great concept and it could it use more sure uh, it probably even more so, much like how Conan and Subutai and Valeria had like full black and white body paint on their face and their body. That would that there see, needed that, to be more of a motif on He Man's body, that, I think. That would have worked, 
but it, yeah. it's just it's incredibly lazy. I can't stress that enough. It's just like we, no, no, I mean, no, I, 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 yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I, I can't like buzz off. I will argue on, uh, but, but, but jungle attack. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get it. I do. Um, I, and I mean, you know, buzz off looks like the cartoon, but I just don't. I don't. I, I just don't like the look of that. He's just too. We all have our Stratos. We all have our Stratos, Nathan. No, no. Some of us don't have that at all, Joe, because we embrace all the heroic wars. We're not an asshole. Dear God, you can't come to my party. Joe's like that little bratty girl in Problem Child. Like, I get to decide who comes to my party and who can't. You know, that's Joe thinking he can shove Stratos out there. Horrible figure in Vintage Line. So, what's your number one, Tyler, buddy, old pal? I had. Shield Strike He-Man on this list. Snake Hunter was always going to be number one, but I honestly I couldn't find a Skeletor that I was just like I this I, I Joe's Snake Armor Skeletor. Yeah, that's goofy as shit. The 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 bright colored multicolored Skeletor like I it's just a, it's just a dumbass color. That's it. But for me, number one because it has continued in various other toy lines. To be hyped up is this? Oh my god! I know what you're gonna happened. do. Wait, let me guess. Are you gonna say Battle Glove He Man because two big no. fists? Oh, no. okay, go ahead. Okay, no. All right, I was convinced that was it or whatever. No, it's called Snake Man at Arms. <laughs> Another Man at Arms. Huh? I, yeah. I, 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 and I always put Samurai Man at Arms because I'm like, why the hell do we have variants of Man at Arms? Period. But the, the way that 2000X was hyping up that that storyline of like, oh my god, he became a snake man. What are we going to do? Oh, kids, it, it, shit is on me. It just got real, even though we saw Mechanic, Tila, and Manorums all turn into a snake in Second Skin in that other shitty episode. And you know what? They all turned back. No big deal. And knowing that, oh, oh my god, we got the last script. Manorums turns back into a snake man. He's part of the snake man. Holy shit, man! Like, what, what are we gonna do, man? Just I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I'm like, why is this such a big deal? And then Nightlight decides to bring. Oh my God, man! This is a great chance to be cheap and bring back this great idea. And I remember Danielle questioning on on Rose Scoble, like, why the hell are we getting this figure? And I was like, thank God, finally, somebody is challenging the authority on this shitty decision. And I'm like, why? And then Nightly puts it into the fucking mini-comics. It makes Clamp Champ talk like, come on, man, I don't want to have to do this, yo. And, and impales Snake Man arms with his with his power pinch. It's like, he doesn't know how to write any black character. And it's continuing to emphasize that Snake Man arms is a big damn deal. So because of all the emphasis put around this, this Man arms becomes a Snake Man. Who gives a shit? You know he's not going to die. It's no big deal. It's 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 like a cold. <laughs> yeah, none I, I of the Man and Arms variants, none of them were good at all. I didn't no, none of them were. And I have had such a visceral hate towards Snake Man at Arms because of its pushing classics and the in nutless mini comics, and in the 2000 X, like it's, this sucks, man. So well, speaking I hate of that sucks, figure. I didn't mention anything about Stratos because believe it or not, I like Stratos. Well, do some cold. Shout out on it before. That way you didn't pull that shit. No, I actually, I, I've always said I liked his platoon. I mean, his voice with that Sean Connery thing, it wasn't my cup of tea, but I did like his design. And as for the figure, the figure, the, you know, it looked cool. So I didn't pick that. But as for mine, another 
mess and just overuse of just shit. It's a serpent track. Neck and neck. It's like this thing on his head drove me fucking bananas. And then this oversight, here's the giant call thing that everybody had to get that. It's like just I I I can't explain how not just lazy, but I mean this wasn't fun. It's nothing about that look good. It's like anytime it seems like when they do these extra I mean if you notice it's weird that Snake Armor Skeletor showed had the extra thing on the head, and this just is it's like too much. And for this, I don't picture Mechanic using any of this to get intense and get into battle. It does not look like it's his character. Of course, That's the first time I've ever seen one of those opened up. Like oh, I, I just yeah. yeah I like I, and look at the close-up on this fucking head thing. I it's all this. It's it's busier than fuck. It really is. I look at that. Doesn't that even look cheap as hell? Just that fucking attachment at the top. It's it just, just looks so unnecessary. Especially knowing that how the snake men are portrayed in the cartoon, like they didn't need any of this shit to fight the snake men. You guys are acting like it's the damn apocalypse. And, and they I mean, get beat you in the second episode. Just picture this, the logic of this on your head. Who's going to fucking run with this rocket launcher on their head? I better get my one. I mean, he would put all the Superman up, man arms in the show. I'm surprised they didn't do that to some of these characters where it's just like, oh, man, he just whips out all this crazy stuff. Uh, you know, like, oh, come on, man, whatever. And Nathan, what do you think about the extra I, head attachment? I, I, I mean, so- uh, well, you're talking about him running. I, it would seem like that claw would be heavier than shit, and he would immediately just fall over, you know? Like, All the weights on this side, too. The claw and this, I mean, I'm surprised. And it doesn't look like that claw, that claw fits the character. That looks like an evil weapon. Like, yeah. that doesn't look like something a heroic war. And it looks like a Terminator just- slash Freddy Krueger claw. And which is why the Stratos one that has his, because I couldn't remember if it was Claw Attack, Stratos, or whatever. I didn't mind, because I pictured that being a big talon for Stratos. I was like, okay, you know what, Stratos? That works. And that's exactly why I didn't pick Stratos. But this is why I did pick Mechanic, was his claw and this fucking moronic gun on his head. So that's my number one of the worst variants of this piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, people in the chat were like, let's see if Nathan goes for another He-Man so he can get He-Man tic-tac-toe going on over here. And while, yes... This, this is uh, a He-Man variant. It also came in the variant of Skeletor and Man-at-Arms as well. You want to talk about Busy, my number one, Samurai He-Man, Samurai Skeletor, <laughs> Samurai Man-at-Arms. What a goofy fucking figure. Like, if you're going to go the Samurai route, it doesn't need to look like this. You could give him a sword and give him some different battle armor, but he doesn't need to, like, have stilts on that set him up a little bit higher. It's so much, it's bullshit. I look at this and I'm like, that is the stupidest looking figure in this entire line. I, and I know that they used the samurai stuff in NYP, so I guess it you doesn't could, doesn't mean it was great. You could, I guess, give it a pass for that. But look at this thing; it's goofy as shit. Like with Skeletor, he's, he's on a mini version of Stilt Stalkers yeah. on his feet or something. Yeah. It's just, but it's but ho- no, like, that- well, like what in the vintage line when they came out with that. He's up off the ground way higher than this. He's off the ground, what, maybe maybe a foot, six inches, if we're going in, like, realistic terms. Why does he need that? Well, every inch, I mean, every did, did, did they Did they give that a purpose in NYP? I mean, hell, even, you look at, like, classic samurai footwear, it's, like, a few a few extra inches off the ground, like, with the straps, like, you know, wooden blocks they would wear on their feet. I don't recall seeing, I mean, I'm not a, a Japanese, you know, history enthusiast or anything like that, but I have never seen any samurai in pictures or in movies where they're wearing shoes that resemble st- uh, stilts. It just looks like they just got out of control with the design there, and 
It's even cool. though, like, we saw it in the cartoon, like, you say, hey, it's the samurai figures. But that's that's about it. You know, it was not impressionable. Hell, when when the sorcerer sees that image of samurai sculpture coming out of the water, I thought it was monstroid because you see this black top and these red extensions that look like legs. Like, holy shit, monstroid coming out of the water. Like, no, it's samurai sculpture coming out of the water. Like, oh, my God. And, you know, a point you know. to be made about these variants, because, again, there are some that are cool. We understand why companies do it, but sometimes it's over the top. But here's the thing. We have an episode we'll be doing in the future of our top three variants that we'd like. But it's the reason we did this is just to kind of stress it to companies. You don't have to do so many. We understand budget-wise why you have to do some things, but you know what? There is a limit because when you start getting overstock of so many variants, it just clogs the shelves. Things don't sell well. Those stores think nobody wants them, and then lines can go away instead of getting, you know, original characters. Yes. So it's like, think of the original line. We got, like, one per wave. You know, when they started doing it, you get a variant one per wave. And they're, look, what do we get a total of four well, or five Back then, it was one per year. One, We got yeah. one variant a year. And that's and we good because, get... yeah, because this, we got a literally over 20 He-Man variants and 17 maybe Skeletor. And here, quickly, I want to say, if... Whoever's in the chat room, the one that left the dislike, which that's fine. You can leave dislikes. We welcome that. Oh. I hope huh. if you're still here, could you mention why? It's like, do you like every variant? Is there something that we didn't like that you like? I'm just curious because, you know, again, I don't care if somebody dislikes what we have to say because you're welcome and open to that. But I love hopefully if they're here, I just want to see why, though. That's what I always love knowing is what didn't you like? Did you like every variant and it upset you that we don't like all of them? But you could say it. It's just, no, there's some shit, but then there's great shit. But not everything is fantastic. You cannot have anything where every single thing is perfect. There's always going to be something bad. But well, this I will, I will was... say this, too. Another thing that the variants that, that the Avengers line got right is that they didn't stray too far from the actual character itself. Thunder Punch, Battle Armor, and Flying Fist didn't look that far-fetched from the original He-Man. When Kenner starts blasting out so many Batman variants with the, the movie toy lines in the Batman anime series, I didn't want any of them because it didn't look like Michael Keaton or Kevin Conover's Batman on the anime series. Like, he didn't wear any of the shit on the show. I want the original Batman that I see in the cartoon. I want Michael Keaton's black outfit with the yellow emblem. And you get all these goofy variants, and even though you may have been given them to you as a birthday present or Christmas present, you're glad to have it, but at the end of the day, I want what I see on screen or what I expect this character to look like you know thunder punch he-man looks great because it looks not too far from the vintage you know from the original he-mans same thing with the skeletor variants all these variants we talked about like they are either really obviously very cheap and you guys weren't trying very hard at all or you got so damn busy that you know what you like you put no logic behind these variants you know as much as smash blade and spin blade were clogging the shells and people always associate those two variants as, as like killing the line I thought it was reminiscent of Flying Fist. The color scheme looked cool. And it was He-Man's sword with a new blocking weapon, reminiscent of the Flying Fist. It was cool. It was simple. And so, same thing with Skeletor. A new color scheme with a weapon that, that spawned a kind of block. It was simple. And it was the same character. Like, he did not stray too far from what that character should be. You know, this Mecha Blade bullshit, Battle Armor bullshit, and you know, Power Punch and Mega, mega Fist He-Man and, and just... They're just goofy as hell. I mean, you even know, three like live. I was, I was gonna say not. To, I'm sorry. To, I just want to make a point. Three live stream in the chat room made a good point. He said nobody picked the same figure. He said that's saying 
there was a lot of trash. There was a lot of good. But no, he brings up a good point. You'd think if there was only a couple of the variants that we didn't really like, all three of us probably would have had at one point that same thing. And again, this is not stuff that me and Tyler knew. Nobody picked the same character. So that's nine variants that's like I said, we just weren't a fan of. Well, <laughs> just, that, and, that's how- yeah. Oh, and you gotta think that like for every one of these He Man variants, there is an equal Skeletor variant of mm-hmm. the same name as well. So uh a lot of that would kind of like with Samurai He Man, I picked that image because the Skeletor the Samurai Skeletor is probably the least offensive just because it worked better with his color scheme, but Man in Arms yeah. and He Man fucking terrible i mean skeletor's yeah. fucking terrible too but yeah th- so there's more than just well like see amount. like ice armor he-man looks great ice armor skeletor does not yeah you know i, I was don't, just I taking don't... the fire armor and just turning it a different well, color right it doesn't look right on skeletor either like and not to mention we gotta have every he-man has had the equivalent of skeletor having the same like no 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 you don't get it you know, like Dragon Blaster Skeletor was not Thunder Punch Skeletor. It's 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 even though we had Battle Armor Skeletor Battle Armor. I mean, I I like that. I'm cool with that. But after that, the variants were drastically different. Terraform Skeletor was, was different t- from Flying Fist He Man. Yeah, and I think that was a quick take of just like let's just reuse that same mold and make it into a, a ice yeah. color to do that for Skeletor. Because I'll admit, for the Fire Armor Skeletor. I thought it was fine. I was like, "That's different. It's kind of cool." The flames I mean, on his it's, uh, it's okay. But I, I, I look at that, and I like when we look at all these. Let me ask you guys this: You know, obviously, we saw uh, the battle sound Skeletor, which he eats the Ambrosia, and then Triclops and Evil have the same look. Do you see any of these variants that were not featured in the show? And we only had, I think, just Ice Armor, Samurai, and uh, well, that was the only two variants we got. Oh, the battle battle armor with the. The big, you know, robot bullshit they were wearing. Like, do you guys see any of these other variants that you didn't pick on the list that you did like or that you didn't like, and you're surprised you didn't see that in the show or that you could easily see that used in the show? I would have to. Oh, I would I mean, have there's... to look at the list. Oh, I would have to look at the list well, again. But there's a. I mean, there is a lot. I mean, there was some. Like I said, I'm sure could have been used like for example when i was talking about the fire armor skeletor like i said it works for fire armor but when they just figured okay let's now make it ice they didn't change anything to an ice design it's the fire armor design but now clear blue so that made zero sense but i mean if there was an episode where skeletor got flamed up some crazy shit and then had these two swords he pulled out and were on fire as he was fighting because that's what the figure can do i was like okay could be cool but i mean so many of them it's like the snake armor unless it went in a whole different if they redesigned the hell out of this got rid of the goofy thing on the top made a different you know sword maybe it could have been okay but just as it stands here See, that itself was... too should have been a tie-in with the snake men right right so the, everything's just different about it this sword that could have been a mystical sword that he had to get and it could make sense but does this look like a mystical sword you'd see in the show it's like i couldn't picture that as being a design or this armor and then like with the wolf armor he-man for what? Why does he need to be in wolf armor? He's the most powerful man in the universe. What does that mean? So, yeah, some just, yeah, are, are mind-blowing to think, God, I'm glad it wasn't in the cartoon. And unfortunately, the ones we got in the cartoon, they've got his toys, okay, you have to live with it. But thank God we didn't get all of them. Because, like I said, I think there was over 20. He- for, I think He-Man got more variants than Skeletor. He-Man yeah, over, I think you're over right. 20. Yeah, and I think Skeletor maybe around 17. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, like I said, that's just how it goes. It, and, it doesn't well, need, it, it, it doesn't need to, to be that way. It's the same thing with Ninja Turtles. No. You don't have to pump out all these variants. Give us 
one-off characters. Like, why why couldn't they have, at some point, instead of doing this, be like, you know what, uh, even though he wasn't in the, the he's not going to be in the show, but Four Horsemen worked on this, here's an Icer figure or something, you know? Like, do do different things. You don't have to. Well, hell, like, they, they released a Faker as a Toy yeah. Fair exclusive, knowing full well we hadn't gotten Faker in the show, and we never did. Other than that brief, you know, if you blink, you miss it. Like, quick, you know, the the robot that was used and fades to blue. Like, I think that was deliberate, meaning that was going to be Faker. But we never actually saw Faker in action, and we got it. Hell, we got She-Ra as a Toy Fair exclusive, you know, and was not featured in the show. So they can't say, well, what, well, what do you have to, answer? I have to say now? Like, we got Tila and Faker. We're not used in the show. You had no excuses of why you couldn't just give us other characters and just go down the well, route. You know what like, shocked me? I'll tell you what shocked me, Tyler, was, you know, we had Mossman as a mail-away exclusive, yep. but why wasn't it not the MYP Mossman? Why did we get just the Beast Man flocked and with the side look just like they did for Vintage? I was like, why didn't you make us an MYP Mossman? That one always That's blew like my mind. That's like they were mind. trying to have their cake and eat it, too, where they're trying to have, oh, we're doing a new design, but we're going to be cheap, so we're just going to repackage and go the old way. Well, why didn't you go the old way into the cartoon? How much say did you have over the MYP series? You know, that's where you kind of feel like, okay, look, or which way are you going? Are you trying to throw back to vintage for us, or are you going in a different direction here? You can't have it both ways here, people. So yeah, that doesn't make much sense either. Even I didn't, I didn't get to own it, and it honestly, it just because Beastman's pose like that, it doesn't, it doesn't quite work the way it worked with the vintage style. It just looks too much like Beastman. Just it's Beastman flocked as opposed to the vintage figure. I look at that, I'm like, that looks like a totally different character to me. Even though I know it's the same sculpt, there's at least, it just looks, the, the, the posing works better as opposed to the giant ape-like with what they were going with with Beastman. That does not translate well to a Mossman figure. That's just them well, being cheap. Been. As we continue to point out how cheap they were. It would have been great to have, yeah, an NYP. But now we could try to move into some of our department store memories. And if you, I'm sure there should be a lot of good ones. Whoever wants to start, you can start. And people in the chat room, you can even pop up some of yours. And we can, that could be part, of, I guess, the Q&A. Because I think if we went too long, we'd be doing this to like midnight. So you guys can put some of your memories in the chat while we're talking about ours. And after we're done, we can read your memories as well. And what I have here on the screen, because I know we're, we're talking about department store memories, but I also included the Master Universe Sears Christmas wish book images on here as well. <laughs> to have i had that fucking fantasy castle and when i moved years and years ago but to my new location i couldn't take everything with me i got rid of it and i regret it because that that's cool as shit and i think that goes pretty expensive if you want that thing boxed it's i don't know 300 bucks i don't know if there's one loose but i used to have that fucking thing but go ahead nathan didn't mean to cut you off what the hell is a roses or rosies or what is that store roses <laughs> man <laughs> Well, we didn't oh, have I, roses. No roses. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I guess it's just made up then if you didn't have <laughs> well, it. I, ro <laughs> well, I think up. roses was more, like, regional with the East Coast. I don't think it ever really got beyond the East Coast. Well, it had, like, you know, I think, you know, like, uh, Mini Pearl from Hee Haw was on the commercials for us, so therefore I always thought it was a national chain, you know. Hold on one Not second. Not saying that Hee Haw, which is a Southern-based show. What uh, did... Nathan, what the hell is that summer mode activate? I'm in a block of ice. Did fucking Grimbot send that uh, to you or something? I, I don't know what you're talking about. It looks like a that looks like a Grimbot thing. And I'm, oh yeah, of course I'm up there in my underwear. All right, I just seen that. Make I sure you put stains in the underwear. 
Uh, don't give him idea. Now he's probably going to make a new one. Do stains and put that. We up need next. a yellow stain, and we need you know uh, you know some skid marks thrown in there too. Well, I, thanks. like Joe like wears his underwear well, backwards and inside but, out, you know, to save. Well, a because day. Tyler Tyler can't see what's going on. It's basically Stratos has Joe in a headlock on the ground, and he, he oh yeah, pants now, wasn't that wasn't that used? Uh, uh, I, I've seen it before, which I, I know it was like something we referenced on the show, and then he put that together, which I thought was. It was fun to see Joe laying around in whitey tidies, you know, being manhandled by Stratos. But make sure if you do it again, he's got to have some stains. I, in I've already like stressed to Grim. I'm like, hey, anytime you get an idea of like Stratos beating Joe up, just send me the image, and I'll. Anytime we do a mini comic, I'll just swap images out or make a slideshow out of it. We we got a lot. Good looking out. Yeah, yeah, we got we got a lot going on, but um. You know what the as some of the things that got me bad is what you're showing right here, Nathan, where it showed that fantasy figure case, and that's for any like fantasy figure. So it's a random thing to be used for like Remco stuff and knockoffs. I remember as a kid when I'd see those ads, it would kind of piss me off because at first I thought, oh, is this something new for him? I was like, but what is this? Like even when I seen that castle there i remember as a kid i remember that i always thought is this going to be for he-man it wasn't but i still got it that's the cool thing about i guess you could say about these ads it does suck the kids in sometimes because if you didn't see it in the catalog you'd have no desire but when it's advertised with your favorite toy line i guess you get tricked there's no way i could afford that black star get that black star castle and all that shit though damn that's some cool stuff the the thing with these catalogs and we talked about this a little bit last week is I, I always knew where the toys were because that never changed page-wise year to year, but I would still, like, flip through it almost just in anticipation. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't I would grab the catalog and just, like, open it halfway and then go from there. I would start at the beginning. I'm like, all right, here's the boring shit, here's the clothes, here's all this stuff. And then once you started to see, like, the... I can't remember what sort of came first before the toys and the video games. I want to say it was like the battery-operated vehicles or like some of the uh, uh, like foosball tables and stuff like that. But once you started to see that stuff, you're like, oh, I'm getting close. I'm getting really close. And then you would flip over and it would be that first, pa- that first two pages there that would have the most popular toys at that time. And you would just – it almost took your breath away a little bit, you know? What are you laughing at, Joe? You got sucked in. No, no, because I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the memories. I I wish I had all the catalogs. When you're a kid, you, of course, you keep all the He-Man related magazines, anything else. But when it came to the catalogs, I guess I never thought twice. Like I'd look for about two months, three months, and you got captivated as you were drawn into a stupid fucking picture, you could say. But picturing, oh, my God, my characters could battle like this. And, you know, we got rid of most of them. But I remember when Christmas time was coming, it always would be like, I think, a couple months in advance, that winter catalog. Oh, my God. It was just looking every time. Oh, I got to get this, this, this. I miss that shit. I don't like I said, I think I have one catalog left from my childhood. But, damn, that's a lot. So, uh, you go ahead, Tyler. But, yeah, these, these bring back good memories, especially seeing a lot of the accessories and other stuff they advertise, too. But those images, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, I saw those as a kid. Um, I didn't get to see the He-Man stuff because, you know, I was pretty much like whatever the current catalogs were. I did I did see some in kindergarten, uh, and I, it blew my – I think it was from 84, I think. But just seeing the, the misty and epic – Bat- battlegrounds that were, that Snake Mountain was set up on the Castle Grayskull with, you know, the the moss ground and the bushes and stuff, really setting up these battle scenes like that tells you something. Like it tells you, I-, I want to see these characters fight it out. That alone should sell you on wanting those toys, and that's what I feel like kids could still, you know, 
uh, draw their attention. Like, you know, of course, I, I see a lot of superhero stuff looks very bland and generic. It doesn't have a lot of impact. Uh, it doesn't really pack a punch, you know, where you, you see Spider-Man fighting Dr. Octopus. And it's like, no, it's just very generic, cheap looking illustrations of the characters. You know, and if it's not from some, you know, cartoon they're watching or one of the movies, you know, they don't have a whole lot to fall back on and see these characters depicted in such a manner. And, you know, uh, these catalog pictures, a lot, of, I mean, now it's just kind of generic. You know, I mean, what you'd see in like a Hills uh, 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 sales ad or, or Roses or Kmart, and it'd just be kind of like them sitting on like a, a white floor or, or, or gray tile or something like that. here. Four ninety uh four ninety five only this week only and you can buy you know these figures and the Roton is 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 eight forty seven, you know not a whole lot there but the catalog was always about emphasizing the the, the battle scenes a lot more the, the promotional stuff that Mattel LGN or Hasbro would do with, with their lines and stuff like that and um but uh, uh I mean the the sales ads to me were uh, had just almost as much impact just seeing the colorful pictures of the characters and. Uh, uh, I mean, for me, I mean, it's Hill. I'm always going to like Hills as being the, the pinnacle, but Kmart is where I got my start. That's where I saw He-Man figures for the first time. It was in a big dump bin, kind of what you'd find like socks, like buying, like, you know, a, here's a, a, a thing of socks. This shit isn't popular well, anymore. It, it, fire well, I have to say it that way because yeah. that's what we call them today, but it was a giant pile of He-Man figures. That's all I remember was this, was this big pile and my grandparents are like they're there, and I'm just pay- digging through, and seeing the exploding rock, and and the chrome letter, and like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm three years old, and I'm like I don't know what to do, and they they help me make a decision, and I get He-Man and Skeletor, and I, that Kmart in Blacksburg, which is, you know they moved locations and has since gone out of business, and but I always look at that is that's where it started, and then Hills is where it continued because. I was being taken to Hills a lot around the time before my brother was born and when he was born and buying the 86 wave and a few of the stragglers from 85 and getting, you know, other, other, uh, characters as well. And of course, families like piling in with the sitting stuff, but Hills was like that, that was the, you know, that's where I got a lot of my GI Joe's new adventures of Hema. I discovered at Hills. Um, Kmart, I think, was mine. What's bizarre about it when you're saying this because it was the closest to us. That's where we got the majority of Masters of the Universe stuff. But also, I'd go to the coloring book aisle, and in the coloring book aisle, I, there was always a new one or a sticker book or a stamp book. And for some reason, the memories of those books are more than the toys. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I just got fascinated with the art again. But I, I could clearly see me going into Kmart, going to the left making a right, two down, and then I would make another left, and that was the big toy aisle. But if I'd go down the toy aisle and two more aisles over to the left, that's where the, the coloring books and stuff were. But I also would have an obsession of when I go in the stores, I liked Hot Wheels. I actually remember collecting a lot of Hot Wheels, and the only other line, because I always talk about sectars and stuff, but a memory did come up. I did get some of the real Ghostbusters figures, and I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just it was cool shit, because it was on the opposite side of He-Man, but it was down all the way towards the end. And I got, I don't know their names because it's been a while since I looked at <laughs> them. I still have them. No, no. Joe, I had come that, on. That, that, I can't let that go, man. I can't remember the grand. Like I said, I had the grandma that her mouth would open and close. The granny goes, yeah. And who was the mailman? Because I still have the mailman guy. I thought you mean you didn't know the name of the actual Ghostbusters. No, no. I'm, I'm talking about the weird okay, characters. So, so now, the- some of those secondary, like, scare characters, like, yeah, I know, like, Tombstone tackled the football player who bends over and his ass opens up. <laughs> 
I know. didn't have that. I just, I vividly, I remember the granny, the mailman. Those are like the two weird ones because I don't know if it was part of a scary line, but I was like, boy, that looks cool. So I got those, and I think something that had slime that you put something in, some kind of weird. Oh, there's a bunch of those. They had like something that was. Okay. They were like kind of like like big giant bathtubs almost. Like their mouths were so big that you can put an entire figure in there, and, and their mouth would like you know you could put slime inside the mouth. Can we talk about can we talk okay. about the slime? Because my parents never let me use it because my mom was terrified that it would get on the carpet and stain it. So I never got to use the slime for Ghostbusters, any of it, any of it. Turtles, Ghostbusters, Masters. I never had access yeah. to it. I don't recall ever seeing it. Like to buy, it always been the commercials, but I. If I saw it, I, I'm quite sure you know I was wasn't gonna be allowed to buy that. That's probably why I, oh, the one God. time I saw the slime pit I always wanted to was I. I, <laughs> I could always do. I mean, I could only do it on the hardwood floor, not the carpet, because if you were doing it on the carpet, you know, parents would freak out and they would just get stuck into it. So I did it on the hardwood. But I remember after every time I used it and it gets slimed on the character because it wasn't always in the slime pit. I did it. I'd pick it up, put it back in the vat, and eventually it started getting browner and browner and dark green and just mushy shit. And then so Joe ate it. And, <laughs> and then I, because you went like, oh, time he to eat. He probably still well. uses that's, that's it. It looks, it looks like, you know, brownie mix. So I can eat yeah. that. He, uh, you got to age it four months, like cheese and wine or something. Like, this is Joe fantastic. probably still uses that slime to this day. He's probably, ha. He, I he do goes, not, but Nathan, you got to Joe, Joe, get, share Joe gets in the bathtub every night, and he's playing with his figures, and he gets the slime, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, you know, he shits in the tub, and a little turd floats in the water. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. Thanks for that. I did it for and Dragon Blast the Skelter. What a fun. Show the other ad. I sent you an ad, Nathan. You have to get on Facebook. Oh. But this one, it's very important. I got to let people important. see that one. It's but, very important. It's very important. Very important. But no, I remember having Cobra Khan and Dragon Blaster Skeletor that I, yes, I did like having in the tub. I thought it was cool. And I told you Cobra Khan was my cooling off in the summer. I would use it as a spray. <laughs> so I actually kept it. It is. That is probably one of the only figures I remember taking in the neighborhood in my pocket. I'd either put it in the pocket or like have it hang on my pants to where he was holding there. And yeah, he'd spray me off and cool me down. So go figure. He's got he's got but this go ahead. Uh, five and a half inch snake hanging out of his pants. But there were so many good memories, like I said. But I don't have. I told you guys before. I don't think I have a single memory of Toys R Us with figures. Only video games. I don't. I don't think I ever got an action figure of Master. From Toys R Us, not once. No, no, not one. It was always Kmart. It was the main thing. Or Hills. That's it. Never. Yeah, I, I got to experience the the vintage line that one time, and I, I mentioned it last week. And then um, I got to see this was in the early nineties. It, uh, I think it was it was the Toys R Us in Roanoke. There was a Dragon Walker on discount. I can't remember how much it was, but it, it blew my mind because this is like well after the line had been canceled. New Adventures it was no longer. Hey, this probably would have been like ninety three or something like that. My parents were still together. At the time we were down there, and I remember seeing on the discount shells, and I uh, and I was immediately denied. I don't know if it was a Christmas oh. time or just one of those things that was just too expensive, even at that time. Even on but clearance. I, I, even on clearance, it wow. was. I was told I could not have it, and I remember seeing that beautiful mm. box art and knowing what it was, and and it was just shut down immediately. And then, um, 
I don't think that was. I think that was. I mean, I have other memories of, of buying stuff from Toys R Us, like the one in Richmond. And uh, what about an Ames? Somebody uh, uh, in the chat room, Rob Orm, mentioned he uh, went to Ames and Hills. I've never had an Ames. I don't think we had an Ames. Well, yeah. the the story behind that is that uh, Ames bought Hills and turned all the Hill stores into Ames stores, and then a couple years later, it it just all went under. So yeah, because yeah, that that yep. was that was sad because when. When that that change was made, you could tell the difference immediately, because this was oh, very late '90s. I want to say it was like '99 going into 2000, yeah. and it. Didn't... I remember Movie Maniacs uh, Series Two was available in the Ames that me and Nathan had, and just being so disappointed in the selection that was in that store. Yeah, it was, uh, and it was just you. It was you're like, like this is Hills, and there's virtually nothing in this store. Yeah, the the snack bar is gone. The toys selection sucks the movie section sucks it's the just the snack just... bar oh my god that's heartbreaking i'm yeah. not gonna bring up the story again but god damn that's heartbreaking well, that's chilly can, in the city we can talk about that but before we go further into the department store joe you had me put this image up you, you care yeah for for you guys that uh, were always wondering i put this ad up and this is one of the kmart ads you can see they like you know they had some of the black and white ones now look above stratos it says Free Stratos figure just for coming in the store. Need to clear all the Oh, see, I wouldn't even read three... that. Let's get this out of here. That's just him yeah, and his. No, no, look, look at it. Don't entertain this asshole to continue yeah, to it's cut just, it. It's down. just the Joe Photoshop's trying to trick everybody. And I put it, just to let you know, I always say fake ad by Joe Amato. That's right under the less factory rebate around paying you, attention. You, know, you do realize, Joe, your, your trick, like people are going to buy it. Unless you put it in big, red, bold lettering, these assholes are going to see it and think, Oh my god, I couldn't believe this really so happened much, back then. Well, what's great is it had some of my Stratos haters come out that, you know, are not a fan of them like me, and they were like, wow, they really didn't like Stratos. That thing's on clearance. I was like, no, no, take a closer look at that. And they're like, oh man, you got me. So, yeah, I had to throw in one of the fake ads. Well, I'm glad you and your one friend from Guatemala who happens to feel the same way that you guys had a great, great laugh. Yeah. I'm known for my fake ads, so I had to have that be popped up. But all the rest of the ads you guys are seeing that Nathan's putting up are all 100% real. Yeah, Nothing's not, been not, not Joe Amato shit stained. These are authentic yeah. Sears Wishbook images. But um, when it comes to department, we haven't stores, touched on roses either. Yeah, that's yeah. something we got to. When it comes to department stores, uh, what was closest to me, like roses, was there. We had another store that I don't know that it, the extent of how many stores they had or how far it stretched out, but it used to be called Hex. Which I think was yes. was spelt H uh, E C T S. C yeah yep. Um. So it was basically that store and roses. Now Hills for me was a a once a week trip. We went there every pretty much every Saturday growing yeah, up because we did too. that that was where the vast majority of like school shopping like for clothes took place, and I always hated that so much. Because, Tyler, if you remember the layout of the store, it was basically... I do. It changed a couple of times with the with the electronics and things, but you walk in... Well, I always felt the electronics stayed kind of the same, where no. the toys moved from, like, the center back to the, you know, over to the far side of the store, yeah, I thought. But. Yeah, but electronics at one point, you remember it used to be, like, in that further like left corner like if you walked in the store being the further left then at one point they kind oh, of that's what i always remember being was in the far left well corner. at one point they moved it sort of to the center of the store and that's around the time when uh super mario all-stars came out because i remember that being demoed on the super nintendo and playing that a little bit but uh 
Tyler will remember, you walk in the store, once you get past the snack bar at the entrance, you walk to the right, it's women's clothes, you go down, more mm-hmm. clothes, and then that back right corner, that's where the kids' clothes were. So I would always, it was the worst, because I knew it would be like August, a couple of weeks before school would start. That's where we had to go first, because I always had to stay with my parents, and that's how they went. We'd go there, go to the right, mom would look at the women's clothes, then we'd go to the kids' clothes, and during that point, it's like, all right, you gotta try shit on. So I would spend like 45 minutes just trying on these shitty clothes that were uncomfortable. I'm like, this sucks. Can we get to the kids? Yeah. Can we get to the toys, please? And then, you know, you're, you're walking down that straight stretch going through the back center of the store. And then that's when you hit the toys in that, that far left corner. God. Uh, but th- so many good memories tied to that with not only the action figures, but Joe with Toys R Us and the video games. I had that with Hills because they had all the kiosks. It's like, here, come try this. Here's the virtual boy. Here's all this stuff. Oh, I, I love the, the kiosks set up. Yeah, and I love, yeah those kiosks at Hills for whatever reason. I, I remember those more than the ones at Toys R Us. But yeah, the ones that were over at Hills, I think that's where I first seen Nintendo Sega Master yes. System. And I'm sitting there fascinated. I was like, oh my god, look at these graphics! The, you know, because I'm sitting there playing Atari and Coleco and Odyssey and anything else you could think of. I think Vectrex even came out before oh, then. Man. So I had that hexagon, st- which yeah. is still cool. That's a cool no, little no, fucking machine. Because that, that's a yeah. It, I, I would say out of all of those vintage video game systems, the Vectrex machines is the most impressive to me. Like graphics. It just was really yeah. innovative because I mean, first it's just it's home machine that looks like a little mini tv but the the controller you would pull out you'd play and then you could put it and snap it back up and it was just part of the display it, it was pretty cool even like i said it was just vector graphics it was like i said i enjoyed it as for the, the toy stores themselves the one store that i liked the most was kb i didn't go there a lot but when i did it was memorable because toys r us was vast just a giant store that had so much stuff and bikes and everything but the kb that i went to which was when our it was in our local mall it was smaller so i don't know if all kbs were like that but when i went in it was just pure toys and beyond he-man and and then of course later on he came turtle and stuff but i remember that's where i got my model uh kits for master universe from monogram because i told that story before my dad was calling me over to the other side and i was like why is he calling me over there that's the model section i hate the model section yeah. so i walked over like oh he's like look at this he-man. and he's like look at yeah. the t-man stuff i was like holy shit Wait a second, that is. and i did a lawsuit i was like oh my god i'm giving him hugs and everything and he bought all three for me and we put those together and i still have those model tracks to this day but yeah kb had some cool cool memories of unexpected stuff especially with those models but the, yeah, i think that was a fascinating but go ahead the one thing that sticks out about kb to me is just at the entrance they always had that little circular stand that had like various yep. fucking battery operated rumble things sometimes it would be a ferret with a fucking ball sometimes it would be like and that was a staple of the 90s i remember yeah. they always have a lot of the electronic shit out out, out front for like who cares amusing stuff like, maybe Which I, I just blow past that Oh, all the time. But I sometimes they would have displays of action figures, which that was my uh, experience with He-Man, is uh, is getting Faker from from KB in uh, probably would have been '88, somewhere somewhere in '88, maybe oh, early, you got early the later 89. release. Oh, you got that? Yeah, later I got, yeah, because oh. it, it was when because uh, I think I got Blade from a KB also, and I don't know if it was a KB at the mall or another KB. Um, and that's when I saw Clamp Champ for the first time. Was on the back of the of the Faker um, uh, 
you know, card card back in the, the cross sell artwork and had the mini comic, which I had no memory of the mini comic. But that was I looked on the back of that of that card and wanted to know more about that character, which was Clamp Champ. But just seeing this this uh, like uh, instead of a, uh, it was like a square with all these pegs all around it with He-Man figures all on there. And of course, they were all marked down, I think, look, judging because most figures that were marked down were at the entrance of the store. And I, I'm assuming they were because this was the way the line had been discontinued, and that's that was my, that and uh, uh, Nathan, you remember when they, we had? I, I could have swore, and I feel like there's very few people who can remember this. At we hit, in Roanoke, which is that was like the big city for us. It's an hour from us. They had two major malls, and Tanglewood Mall, which was the older mall, had I could have swore two toy stores in the mall. I thought. But the one downstairs, I think, was a K and K toys, which I uh, which I have looked up. It, it was it wasn't like a memory, like a, a vague memory. Well, wait, but wait. it was a massive toy store downstairs in, in the mall, like in the corner, like we walked in one. Do you remember this, Nathan? No, uh, see, uh, when when it comes to that area, as a kid, we only went once once a year. This was like the trip I look forward to the most because that's where <laughs> the Toys R Us was. Yep. So we would go once a year. I don't know why we didn't go more often or why they didn't choose to go more often. But you actually were closer to it where they like lived there at one point. So you you were around that more. So I don't recall that. But going to Toys R Us was the the, the biggest deal to me. And well, I mean, even it, it wasn't until like the, the mid 90s where, where we would actually go a little bit more. Like, I mean, from the late 80s and the early 90s, like run up was a big deal and didn't happen that much. And we would go like around, you know, close to birthdays and Christmas. So mom and kid that could get ideas. But that 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 toy store in Tegelwood Mall is where I saw the Jitsu Night Stalker two pack on the top shelf and the back side of the right side of the store. I just remember seeing that on the top shelf and seeing Jitsu, not knowing his name, but just knowing him. And he comes with a horse, and I, I and of course was t- shut down immediately. Couldn't have it. But oh, that's valuable. That's worth the worth <laughs> so, the that, that is like one of the crown jewels, even more so than the attorney of playset is that two pack. But why? Like, was this this seemed to have happened often? Had you did you yeah. have you have you already like gotten a toy while you guys were out, and then it's like no, you can't get anything else. Why were you constantly shut down like that? A lot of times it was, and, my, and I would tell mom this, and, or ask her about it, and she said a lot of times we would take you around your birthday, that way we could get ideas, or around Christmas uh, so we could go back and uh, get ideas. Oh, that sucks. They're just using you as, like, a test. It's like, oh, well, we yeah. we don't know and what to get him. I, oh, this makes it way easier, but we're going to torture well, him for the next uh, six months. That well, sucks. and I and I know, because, like, the Christmas 87, when I got all the He-Man figures, mom said she had to go to Roanoke to get them because I remember our Kmart right over here, which used to be here. I never saw He-Man stuff there. I would see books and coloring books there, but never the action figures. And I, whatever at that time, mom had to drive an hour to Roanoke to get them. I don't know if she got them at Toys R Us or, or wherever, but, um, you know, it, it happened. Of course I'm looking at the, the, the two pack probably was, you know, a, a, even at that time, a, a price or I'm mean, getting a, a, a beast. And a figure, the slime pit, when I saw it at the Family Dollar Store, which used to be down the street from where I currently live. My granny, I saw it on the top shelf. I was denied. I could not have it. That sucks, Because I, it, it wasn't just a figure, though. We're talking about a larger item. So, you know, I, I you know, there was a lot of times like that, that I would see stuff like that. 
and and was told I couldn't get it. I would. And I, I never forgot. That. I would always get a toy. My parents would be like, "Okay." Well, yeah. I may get a toy, but it won't. It wouldn't be the slime. Oh, it would, it may be it, one action it wouldn't figure matter. or something. Like if it was a bigger playset, sure. But I think Slime Pit would have. They they probably would have been all right with that because it wasn't like Eternia playset or something. Like, oh, all right. Well, no, but I and it well and it, I don't know because at the time I don't I don't know what the fun situation was and right. maybe when I saw my grand Slime Pit, she probably thought Slime. I, I can't get that for him. I, I have no idea, and she has no memory of that. And with the two pack. I have no idea what, why my mom and dad said I couldn't Could have Could you see that? I, Ty- I don't. Tyler, like every Christmas, he goes to his granny. He's like, hey, you remember that time at Family Dollar when you denied me from getting that? She's like, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, she still think, says, he meant his, I got the power. And I'm like, granny, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do this. All right. Don't make me have to correct you. Like, I know you're trying to reminisce about what I said when I was a kid, but damn it, get it right. <laughs> Um, poor your poor grandma, you have her crying and she's in tears. Oh no, hell, I love to get her worked up. So she says, "Shut up, Tyler." <laughs> oh, but, good. Uh, I like that. I, there yeah, you. Oh, no, we have, we I, I I give her shit all the time to work. You know, she loves to tell me to shut up. But uh, I, I just there were there was quite a few like that. Being denied the Dragon Walk or the Slime Pit, you know, the Jitsu Night Stalker too. Which anybody who's never heard of the Jitsu Night Stalker took back. If you can even find a listing on eBay, which is a needle in a haystack, it doesn't happen that much. Even on eBay, if you can see one, you can Google search and find one. But if you look it and up on eBay. And a lot of those, oh God, those gift sets and the adventure sets, like the ones with the multiple heroic warriors or the villains, the ones oh, that I've yes. seen go over $20,000 for some of those. It's, it is. It's bonkers. And I wish I would have had more knowledge of like JCPenney's and some of those other weird stores that I thought, oh, that's where people shop for clothes. But the times, like that's how I found out about Elder Beerman, where sometimes I'd get stuff there too, because I would go with my mom to the mall, and she would go into Elder Beerman's, and we'd go up that second floor on the escalator, and way over in a corner, this itty-bitty small section for He-Man or any of the toys. And I think I got a couple figures there, and that's where I kept going. That's how I told you the whole story about how I seen the catalog that showed Gigantosaur, Titus, Megator, when somebody that worked there showed me the catalog. So that was like a weird place to look for things. But no one like J.C. Penny had a little love. I don't know if they're the ones that had the Hordak. See, we never, see I would see that, and I, I always wondered about that. Our J.C. Penny and the one in Roanoke never had toy section, at least that I ever saw. Of course, I Steve, do remember was just, seeing... Yeah, it was often to like well, a well, because time. most of the time they were just clothing stores. I do, I say, I do remember uh, Hess, which was uh, uh, right next to RKB in the late '80s, early '90s, and I remember going in there and seeing real Ghostbusters figures somewhere dude, in that store. I haven't thought about that store in a long. I've totally forgot about that store. Holy shit! Oh yeah, and but for the most part, it was a clothing store. But I, I distinctly remember seeing some of the Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters figures. In a small section, because for the most part, those stores were just clothing. That was that. At least that's all it were us. Didn't Sears was also the same way, right? Like they had a little pretty much. But I, yeah, but I, I have no memory of ever seeing any action figures in Sears ever. As at least in ours or the one in Roanoke. Even Sears, um, Sears and J.C. Penney and Elder Beerman, every one of them. Montgomery Ward. We had a Montgomery Ward, but they never had. Because my mom had told me that we used to have one in Radford, and her best friend would go there to get toys for her kids. And I'd get course, games that... there at Montgomery Wards. I remember getting games. I don't remember toys. The, the other yeah, ones I... for J.C. Penney, it was, it was like I said, it was always the escalator. And almost every one of the stores, at least around the area where I live, 
was the corner. It was always put in the corner. And I think that's where Hordak and Grizzlor's two-pack, the one that has the cool audio tape and all that, I was like, oh, my God, if I would have known that was at JCPenney, I would have been there in a hot second to get that. Because I, I was too. never allowed to. Yeah, because just like you, I mean, I wasn't allowed, and plus it didn't make sense for me since I already had the figures. They would never say, why do you want that Battle Armor Skeletor Landshark 2-pack? And I always thought, I don't need them. I have them, so I didn't care. But the Grizzlor and Hordak, that I would have needed because I was like, oh, my God, there's an exclusive book, an audio tape. I need it. And that's another thing that grabs big money. <laughs> and to think that John Irwin and Oppenheimer, the ones doing voices for that audio tape, it's like it felt like a lost filmation episode yeah. just stuck onto a you know a cassette and a, a book. Let me ask you about this this story. And I don't know if Nathan remembers this, but I, I know Val mentioned us on an episode of Roast Google like a long time ago. So I was like, okay, someone else has been to the store. It was called Best. That's all it's all it was called was just Best. Yeah, we had Best. Yes, yeah, we, had we had one and run it for a long, and I got to go to it one time, and I remember seeing 80s toys in there, but I have no memory of it. And I remember Val on Rose Couple said he got many faces there or saw it there, and I just thought, okay, that was so cool that somebody else got to experience that store in its heyday. Nathan, do you remember going to no, that too? Or I, ever? Once again, I only went there once a year, so and it was just basically to Toys R Us and the malls. So, yeah, okay. no. Did you ever have cooks? What about a Cooks? Because no, we had a no, Cooks around. Didn't have Cooks, no. A cooks, that place is the one where I never bought He-Man stuff, but I remember always seeing, like, maybe towards the end of the line, them in clearance, and they had this big bin of all these He-Man figures clearance from, like, probably Wave 6, maybe, of characters, and some of the... Yeah, some of the later shit, some of the maybe five and six, wave five and six. It seemed like they might have had a, a lot of overstock because I remember all, just tons of figures in that bin and some vehicles. And, of course, you wish you could have got them, but I was like, I already have these. And so it always, to me, felt like a, a cheaper store. So I don't know if Cooks ever had really recent new stuff. Maybe they got clearance and overstock. Well, Big Lots was kind of like that, too, because I remember seeing the weapons pack at Big Lots when it used to be next to Hills, which uh, that was the same, the same place that Nathan went as a kid, Hills was on top of this hill and big lots was it was kind of like an l shape and big lots was on the, and that's where i saw the rock lords toy line and i remember seeing that weapons pack in the in the early and that's probably like 1990 91 and saying oh my god like a he-man item like i've never seen that before and it had the you know the cross work on the back it was and, there that late really that yeah late? I, I i i vividly remember and it was on the like the end of the aisle like on an end cap with just like some random stuff but it, it was the only he-man item i saw in the store if i saw anything else i would have like my brain would have popped out of my head but it was just That's a crazy to item. Me. yeah yeah i couldn't couldn't believe it and of course i was denied getting it <laughs> god <laughs> telling it shit yeah. god damn you know, not to say if, if I, I don't want to paint the picture that I didn't get stuff because my parents did buy me a lot of good stuff. But these things that I missed out on, it just, that's what kept, that's what turned me into the fan that you guys hear on this podcast. It kept me hungry that I must have a jitsu. I must get a Roboto. I have to have Mecha Neck and Buzz Off and was just denied a lot of this stuff at that time because it was not either available or was told I couldn't have it or I saw other kids had it and I couldn't have it or whatever. Um <laughs> So you just pull a Joe, and just when they have it in their book bag, you just go and take it. Well, I, well, I never you know, was like, I, I didn't steal. Oh, boy, well, I, I did have thoughts like that, I, I, <laughs> and I distinctly remember. Well, I, I, I had to, when I was in daycare, this this kid that I still know to this day had the Jitsu Night Stalker. Just, and I just say his that. name. Just say his name. Well, his, his name was Ben King. You remember Amber King, when we went to high school with Yes. 
all right, her older brother Ben, in, in the daycare center I went to, was playing with Jitsu and Night Stalker, and I'm I have to wonder if it was the two pack, and that was my first time I ever saw them in person. I just sat there in daycare, like before you got dismissed to your class, we had to meet in this like, you know, room where they, on this big box TV, and they would play Nickelodeon in the morning, so we'd always watch last year Mr. Wizard, and I'm watching him play with Jitsu and Night Stalker, and he also had the even uh, Ebenor Ebor uh, Dragon from Willow. And just was in all of that. And then in first grade, his younger brother, Dusty, who died, uh, was playing Damn, with him at a PTO meeting. And when I was in first grade, I'm sitting on the other side of the PTO meeting with my mother and watching this younger kid play with Jitsu and Night Stalker in the chair. I was so like ready to walk over when we all got dismissed. Like, can I, can I have your ki- toys to this little kid? I want his Jitsu and Night Stalker. I was like, I'm being denied again, son of a bitch. Should have them like a ham sandwich or something. I had, nothing. I had nothing to offer other than, like, I'm an older kid. Give me your toys. He was <laughs> with his mother. Boom! Just knock him up. Know, the I'm sure Joe, Joe would have just shoved the kid down and ran off and, you know, covered his face. Just, and, or you know, Punch him I, in the groin. Yeah. Oh, this kid that was much younger, you know. But, yeah, J- that Jitsu Night Stalker, that's another reason why those characters mean so much to me is they that I saw them from a distance and was denied so many times you know, from getting to play with the badass of, of Jitsu and Poor Night Stalker. Kid. That was, that's, that and and I know that Joe's probably about to wrap up and send the questions, but I do have one... And we still didn't get to talk about Roses, man. Well, I, it plays into it. I have one single Masters of the Universe story that involves toys and a department store, because most of them for me was video games, Ninja Turtles, Batman... Uh, various other little toy lines that came out in between. Uh, I do remember seeing Masters. It was the same vein that Tyler talked about earlier, about seeing it like in big dump bins and they're on clearance and everything. Not like that that mattered, but it was also I was getting hand-me-downs from uh, older cousins that were growing out of toys and starting to kiss girls at apple trees and things of that likeness. <laughs> um, but this involves me learning how allowances work so this is when new adventures came out so this is around 1990 i hadn't quite turned six yet this was this was before i was going to turn six so i was five years old we go into roses i see the two-pack with he-man and slushhead and i was like i have to have this and i want to say the price on it was 4.99 wow and, yeah, again, it was buy one get one free. Yes. So th- th- those two packs were cheap. So yeah. it was that's how mine it was. was. Four ninety nine. So were the figures. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and my allowance at that time was two dollars a week. So I, this was the first week that I had gotten allowance in my life. I'm like, I have two dollars. I'm rich. So we go to Roses. I find that two pack. I'm like, I'm buying this. And my dad's like, You don't have enough money. And I was like, What? Because <laughs> I didn't quite grasp the concept yet of hey you have to build up to this because at this point you got to think i was used to going in a store and getting a toy and they decided we'll give you an allowance and you can save that to to buy this after a couple weeks or find something cheaper to to spend your two dollars on so that happens i'm immediately like distraught and i think this only happened a couple times as a kid, but I, I 
kind of he didn't cover you he didn't give you the rest i i kind of threw a fit so uh you, you know my mom surprise nathan gets it that's like no, no, the no. first time in his no, life no, no, he probably no, didn't no, get no, no no i i threw oh, i threw a fit okay. i threw a fit uh-huh. and right. my mom is like oh jesus christ this again huh even though it, <laughs> this again it, it didn't happen often but it did <laughs> like enough to where she it happened often that's why you have every toy in fucking existence and the boxes where she like rolled her eyes and dad like jerked me up picked me up walked out the store took me to the car sat me down he was just like why why are you crying i'm like i want the toy i don't have enough money you said i didn't have enough money he's like well look this is this is how this works this toy is 4.99 he's like you get two dollars this week and he was kind of like you know we're Teaching me a, a, teaching, a addition, math. yeah. Teaching values, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, next week, he's like, you'll have four dollars. You'll still be a dollar short, but he was like, I'll tell you what. He's like, if you're good, the rest of this week, maybe if you help mom a little bit, clean up after your toys, like help her like vacuum or something, which was another story in of itself, where I would just like essentially walk in front of her while she was pushing it to be like, I'm helping or whatever. Uh, he, what a dumb game. Yeah, whatever, Joe. Fuck you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so he's like, you know, if if you're good and you do all this, he's like, maybe I'll give you three dollars next week and you can buy that. So I I made it a point. I'm like, I'm gonna be the best kid ever this next week. I'm not gonna like say anything. I'm gonna do all this. And then I got the three dollars that week. Went back and bought it. And it was gone. No, I, I bought it. It was there. Oh, that, that's the one oh. that I, I had complete at one year uh, for Christmas. I, I gave those to Tyler. And then last year, he re-gifted them back to me because he's like, hey, you've started obtaining all this stuff with me. I want you to have these back. These need to be back in your collection. So that yeah. that, is, that is my one uh, He-Man figure story from a department store. But Rose's, like Rose's was awesome. I had a, a aunt that worked there at one point. She used her employee discount to get me G.I. Joe. Is it Battle of Atlantis on NES? The the sequel game to the first game. Oh, yeah, game. yeah. Yeah, so she, yeah the, it was, that was the, the first game that came out. Yeah, yeah the so, first G.I. Yeah, Joe so game. I got, that at a, I got that at a discount thanks to her. I got that for my birthday. I can't remember what year. Oh. I, I want to say I was seven at that time, but yeah. That sounds about right time-wise, yeah. Roses was a uh, a phenomenal uh, store, much like Hills, and uh, you know Turtles was big there. But I got my hardcover of He-Man Golden books. I, I got a couple. I think I got uh, Tila's Secret from Kmart, but I got the River of Ruin uh, at the one in Blacksburg, and I remember grabbing the uh, um, He-Man Smell Trouble book. But it didn't have a discount sticker on it. So my mom maybe put the one that I wanted back and the River of Ruin had a discount sticker on, on it. So that's the one I had to get. Mm. And and I wanted it because Stinkor was on the cover. I'm like, I, I want that one. And being denied, it was I, I couldn't have it because it was it looked, and I'm sure it was like they were all discounted, but that one was missing the sticker, so well, I had to get. Did, did any of this come back to you on your birthdays and Christmases, or, or did they just sort of forget? Were, were you kind of getting oh, all, that? all of us? All of us forget. Like anything, everything that I mentioned, I never ended up getting unless I sought it out myself. Hmm. Like Jitsu, Night Stalker, the Slime Pit, I had to pick those up on my own. The Battle uh, He Man Smells Trouble had to pick it up on my own. I remember being denied the the Ghostbusters Play-Doh set at Roses. I remember seeing the Karate Kid uh, tournament set 
when the with the action figure line, my my mom got me Sado, which I don't know why I picked out Sado of all of all the characters, but I saw the tournament set, uh, tournament place it with the referee on the bottom shelf, really wanting that. Uh, I I remember seeing uh, you know the Tosh Crusaders there. I remember getting Toxie there at, at that Roses. Um, I remember getting the best of Hulkamania VHS for like five bucks because I had five dollars back then and. And like that's what I could spend on because it was VHS you could afford. To counter off of what Nathan said, I know what it was like to go into a department store having to wait when uh, they were releasing the Marvel superheroes cartoons from the eighties, like Spider Man's Amazing Friends and the Solo Spider Man series on VHS. It was like one episode per tape. They were ten bucks, and like I was only given five dollars. And my mom said you could put it on layaway and come back next week. So as a as a child and had to hand over your money and hand them the movie you wanted and walk out of that store empty-handed, that is excruciatingly painful to walk out of there with nothing. And as a kid, wait another seven days to go back, give me my fucking tape! Here's your five dollars! I want my Revenge of the Green Goblin! Now! You know? And I did that several times, like for Robocop, the cartoon, Spider-Man, his amazing friend, you know. I was Those just employees like, were probably like, hey, here comes that fucking bastard kid who's like angry God, all the time. It, it, it was so hard to do that. It really was. I mean, those those department stores, I, I get to heaven. Like, that's one of the first things I want to do is I want to relive what it's like to walk into a Hills and a KB Toys in the 80s and Roses and a Best Department Store. And 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 Kmart in the eighties, and just relive what it was like to walk down that aisle. You got Thundercats, GI Joe, Silverhawks, He Man, Bionic Six, Transformers, Sectars, Supernaturals, all the and play sets are on the top shelf, on the bottom shelf. Vehicles are packed in all over the place. <laughs> you just going, you're like Beetlejuice, and your head just spins and circles all the time. And I, I just, uh, I feel like we could continue to keep talking about this so much. So, like, even not just with He-Man, but other toy lines right. that all of us have been into. And we try to keep this He-Man centric, but it's just... Uh, it's hard, because there is so it, much stuff that we all grew up with. And, and going to these department stores was sometimes a daily or just weekly occurrence. Like I yeah. said before, Hills was an every Saturday thing. They would go in, uh, get some popcorn that they made sure not to really eat as we went through the store, because you got to savor that and come home. And it's like... Where are we going to go eat today? Because that was the thing, too. We would go and eat out on the weekends. It was home-cooked meals through the week. But the weekend, yeah. that's that, hey, man, that's when we're going to Burger King. That's when we're going to McDonald's. So, like, there's going to be a Happy Meal and a toy at Hills? Are you fucking kidding me? So we're getting, like, the popcorn and the, the, icy. the icy, which I, all, all of those cups. It's like, oh, man, when I was really into baseball. That was amazing to go in there and just get all, all the teams, get as many as we could every week that we went in there. And Dad would even ask him, it's like, all right, well, uh, how much just to buy the cup? And they're like, oh, yeah, you can have it for X amount. He's like, all right, we'll take this and this. So I accumulated, I still have those somewhere, just shitloads of different icy cups. And if it wasn't the teams, it was sometimes like player-centric, and it went all over the place. But that, that was, <sighs> they just don't. Uh, it sucks. Like for those of you that are watching that maybe missed out a little bit and it was all just the Walmart monopoly or you have target now. If you didn't have one of these stores near you, you really truly missed out on just the experience back before 
it, it turned into uh, a, a reseller's game or eBay. Like you could go in there and you could find anything most of the time. You didn't have to worry about someone else picking it off because there were already like six or seven of them already there. You know, yep. plentiful There's stock. Several, several pegs devoted to that one toy yeah. line. I, mean, I remember seeing Silverhawks on the shelf, Captain Power, and just you know, you. And that's another thing that all of us, all three of us, and I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast, you were only given access to get a toy, but so often. Maybe you were lucky and you got a lot throughout the month or something but for me it was like once a week or somebody surprised you with something but you really didn't have job opportunities that you personally could walk into a store and you had all these options and you had to make it count you know this is what was going to be like this is your big prize when you you go home on saturday evening you got this to play with it's it like was a big deal and you never wanted to waste it it was like renting video games you didn't want yeah. you didn't want to waste that opportunity of somehow getting a shit game because you're stuck with that all weekend and you go into Monday at school just being <laughs> let down because you rented a shitty fucking game. Yeah. Let me ask you because I, I want to know if, if any of you guys went to this and people listen to this. If you guys ever had this this temptation, your parents decide to go out shopping on a Friday, but it's somewhere local, and then on Saturday they plan on going someplace that's even better, and they tell you that. Oh, so you have to don't play. spend you... your money today because oh, yeah. we're also going there tomorrow. I'm like, oh, but but they've got this right now, and and I, I was just it was like entrapment. We would go to <laughs> Magic Mart or Kmart on Friday, and I'd be given a few bucks to play with, and just like an idiot would spend it. And we're going to Hills on Saturday, and I remember going there and seeing Triceraton on the shelf, and I'm like, well, you spent your money at Magic Mart yesterday, like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like they oh and to make fun of my mom, like you were doing that to me on purpose, weren't you? I bet you were laughing at me all the way home from Hills, weren't you? Did any did any one of you guys ever go through that? Uh, it may have happened once or twice, but it wasn't enough that it really stuck with me as I've gotten older, because it, it was never. Because I think in my mind, even then, it when that would happen i'm like we're, we're going to hills on saturday like no options there i i know what i'm getting i, I said I, I was like a junkie when it comes to toys and trading cards if i saw it in person like i have to have it i was not about being patient that's why it was such a big deal to put a vhs tape that was 10 bucks on layaway and hoping to god i could make it to the following saturday to get it you know i i could not imagine like if i if we walked into a hills and i i saw you know you know didn't see He-Man, but I saw something else like Bionic Six or Silverhawks. I'm like, oh, I gotta have that. I don't care what. And then I get to Hills and I, I see Blade and Star. I'm like, <gasps> and my eyes start bleeding and swears of the Lost Ark all over. My face melts. I'm like, ah, because yeah. you can't get it. No, I, that never happened to me. I, I think I was just a smarter kid than you, even though I didn't know how. Oh, yeah. Even though I didn't I, know how I, money I, added I, up. No, I, I was not. Well, yeah, it was. Way to go, I know my parents ass. were great to give me allowance too. Like it went from five bucks to seven, then being taken away because we would just go batshit wanting to spend it. Uh, so you actually just got it taken away. The only time I would ever get allowance yeah. taken away is if I was being a prick. Nah, we we were they were pretty pretty good about the the five to seven dollars, and my mom just said I got tired of you guys wanting to go spend your money, so I took it away. Um. <laughs> And then it was just more about like being good, yeah. and maybe we'll get something, you, you know. Which you, was which was that the staple for a while, and until the idea of spending money was introduced. You as a kid is like the epitome of uh, money burning a hole in your pocket, as they like to say. 
And sometimes not much has changed. Because yeah. <laughs> when I get paid, I'm like, now I can get comics and action figures. And I buy one. Like, oh, my God. I can't buy anything till yeah. next next month. No, halfway through. Tyler does that all the time. He's like, I spent all my money. I got rent next week. Fuck. <laughs> Did it to me again. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, oh, my God. Like, you know, Chris is here. I wanted to buy this. I wanted to buy that. Well, maybe if I cut corners here and then I try to pull a jaw of mine, I'm like, I'm still poor. I mean. You know. <laughs> You just got to start eating those ramen noodles, man. Ramen noodles, yeah. It's just like, I, you know, it, it sucks, but it's just part of life. You, know, you can't have everything you want. Just like as a kid, you know, you can't have it all. Right. Joe, Joe, we're, we're not giving you time to talk here, Joe. Well, you should have been interrupted. Joe's just, Joe's like just wrap it up, I think. You know, come on. No, yeah, no, Joe's no. got to take a shit. He needs piss. to play the Oscar music. To, hey, get yeah. off the stage. Yeah, <laughs> I like no, I like your memories, and there's probably a lot I'll miss. But as for the questions, I'm not going to do questions. I was just going to read if there was any memories in the chat room. Uh, no, there's um, a good question, Joe. Don't you do oh, that? Yeah, like hey, if, you, well, if you guys want to ask questions too, go for it. A, a lot of it had to do yeah, with unless the... it's stupid. <laughs> well, I did mention I wanted them to say memories too. So we got Adam Gabbard. He said when his aunt visited him when uh, he was a kid. She let him have two vintage Master Universe figures of his choice from J.C. Penney's. He said he picked Flying Fist He-Man and Tear Claw Skeletor. So, yeah, Excellent both choices. Are, both, yeah, no, both awesome fucking figures. Uh, Chris Paulson said, uh, I used to go to Myers and Hills to get my Master's Universe stuff back in the 80s in Michigan. He said he used to love Hills because they had a massive amount of Masters of the Universe and LJN wrestlers. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, LJN wrestlers, man, God. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, no, the, the, the uh the LJN ring though was uh, like quite cheap because it was very prone to just like bre- like splintering and just yeah. breaking in the the center. Not like well, I was all the wrestlers were like the, were like large bricks, so yeah. dropping them for for body slams on the mat and thing, you're like bang. Yeah, just... yeah, because that happened with mine. It started to crack in the center. And, yeah, mine and too. I actually, I don't even know if I still have it or because of that break in there that my parents were like, ah, we should probably toss this. I do have the WCW Galoob ring and, and most of those figures. So Yeah. Way more sturdier because WCW was better anyway, but uh, I digress. <laughs> Papa Hood 69 said he misses Ames and Hills. He said those were good stores. He said who needed them all when you had those two stores? Exactly. Like I said, I, yep, Head Hills, I don't, like I said, just didn't have Ames. Um, Jason Havlick said he remembers going to Toy Park and buying Jackalman as his first Thundercat figure. I don't cool. think I had a Toy Park. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need it, but just knowing Jackal was your first purchase, badass, dude. Hey, could you guys hold on? Uh, uh, sure. No. Uh, oh. And there goes the tablet. Okay, well, yeah. I hope well, to God it was nothing serious. Yeah, Joe ho- just, hopefully everything yeah. is okay on that front. But if you guys do have questions, go ahead and put them in the chat, because I got the chat up. I'll, I'll, I'll look at this and find any questions that we have. But, um... That was cool to hear your story about Slushhead and He-Man. I had no idea the backstory. I never told you, you that, that before. No, no, you never told me that. Oh, that's interesting. Cause, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's how it happened. And I actually looked up that, that two-pack just to see the image, and it's exactly how I remember it. Yeah, and those two-packs are not cheap on eBay either. Yeah. There's three two-packs. I know. As, as crazy as that is, that, that's how I obtained those two figures. Yeah, that was uh, such a a big deal to, and i got he-man and skeletor at hills joe you all right he doesn't have his earbuds in yet oh (laughs) 
That's when you should play the sound effect that, that you had the audio of Joe from last oh, week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. I meant to, like, work with that and get that in there. Everything good? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Nathan, if you'd be able to take over. I mean, everything's okay. Just want to let you know everything's okay, but I, I'm, uh, I'm going to get off here. Yeah. Everything's all right, though. Just want to let you know. If you guys can continue, please, please do. Um, but yeah, I have to go. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. Everything's no, you're fine, all right. dude. Do, do, take, do what you got to do, bud. All right. All right. See, see you guys. See you. All right. All right. Well, I will adjust your camera. Yeah. This kind of happens every now and again. Hasn't happened for a while, but you know, shit happens. Nope. So, but we will press on here. We will do that. Let me let me go ahead and get like a static image to put over top of this, so it just doesn't look like him doing that. But yeah, if you guys got questions, go ahead and throw them out there. Uh, Tyler, is there anything you want to want to say in closing? I know we were talking more about department stores. Yeah. If there's anything else that you wanted to throw out at us. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I, I think about the, those, those times a lot because like a lot of us, you know, we, I, I'm fixated on the eighties and the early nineties because those times were, um, you know, I bring them up to my parents. They just saw it as just doing what good parents would do. And to me, those are magical moments. And I, I reflect on those God more than, more than I, I, I can explain really, um, the smells, the sights, the visuals, that anticipation of, of walking or looking for that aisle, even even if at Christmas time or birthday, you know, and as we're doing this, we're approaching Christmas and, you know, you're being told, Hey, wh what do you want? And you try to find joy and like looking at stuff and like, Oh, it'd be awesome to have that. And then you can't have it. And, Cause you got to wait for Santa to bring it to you and stuff like that. And various other, um, opportunities to try and get stuff, but you know, Hills, Roses, Kmart, um, KB toys, you know, and I heard, I've heard of like various other toy stores over the years and other various other uh, outlets like on Google or other podcasts will mention it, too. And it's 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 awesome to know that, you know, not just me grew up as a teenager and as an adult reflecting on the stuff, thinking I was the only one that would ever reminisce about going to Toys R Us and deciding whether or not to get Beastman or Jackalman. You know, that Nathan was going through his ordeals, you know, not too far from me of, you know, getting the He-Man Slushhead 2-pack or, you know, getting G.I. Joe's, yeah. you know, we're, the, all of all of us listening to this podcast went through this at some point or another, a variety of times, maybe once or twice. Maybe you had it easier than the rest of us. Maybe you had it harder than the rest of us. But we all got to experience going into these stores and having these routines that we did with our parents or aunts, uncles, grandparents friends of the family, you know, whatever it may be of going to these stores, the sights, the smells, uh, that anticipate being dragged to look at clothes yeah. for the longest time. That was with the your worst. Parents, which was, that was, it was, and it was, it was a staple. And I make fun of my mom to this day because she'd always be on me. All right. You need to make a decision about getting something hurry. And like, well, while well, you're being dragged from this store to this store, to that store, to this store. And you have to be patient, otherwise you don't get anything. And you be patient. You play the game, and then when you get to your what, you, when it's your time, it's you gotta hurry up. <laughs> no, I, I never had that because I think my dad, my dad, I think liked looking around at that stuff too. So there was never any sort of time limit on it. Plus, we weren't going to multiple stores either. When we would go to Hills, 
we were going to hills. Yeah, there wasn't really any. Well, and and else. we we would do that too, but but you could not. I could not go there to the toil by myself. We if mom wanted to look at stuff, we had to stay by her, let her look at the clothes yeah. or this or the homeware stuff, and then at the end we get to go down there, and of course. And maybe we were taking too long, but I always and it didn't happen every time, but it happened often. Often, you often felt like you were being rushed to make a decision. You're like, "This is important, Mom. Don't you understand? This is what I have to choose from. You can't make me decide right here on the spot. I need time to think. The playtime. This character looks better than this one, but his play feature is really cool, you know. And I have a few memories too of getting a figure, getting it home, and realizing my brother had picked a better choice. And I did. And then you, you would know, try because, to be like, "Hey, man, you don't want that. You want to trade?" I would. I, I would try to trade oh, him. Oh, what yeah. a dick! <laughs> and it wouldn't work. You know, I remember getting Leatherhead from Turtles, and he got Usagi Ujimbo. And I, I'm like, "Oh, Leatherhead, awesome! This is going awesome!" And then we get home, and the play value is yeah. lacking compared yeah. to Usagi. I'm like, well, "Yeah, Le- Leatherhead and, and Vintage Turtles, just not." what you want it to be you, you can't do a lot no. of that figure and it was it's a great looking figure but at that time and we got him i think i got him from a uh, walmart and when it was uh the small walmart and there i just seen how much fun he was having with usagi and i remember when the marvel supers that toy biz did in the, in the early 90s in late eight like 89 to like 92 or 91 i got mr fantastic and because you extend him and he looks like he stretches and Derek got thor and we get home like Thor's like big and muscular with his, you know, Mjolnir and like Mr. Fantastic just stretches and like oh, I did it again. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> you wanna trade? No. It did, didn't quite work. So that was another incident of like thinking you're gonna get this great toy and you get home and like, oh, this is not as cool as I thought. Yeah. You know, like oh perks God. of being an only child, you never have to worry about that kind of thing. In terms of like someone else getting a better toy because you were just stuck with what you got, which yeah, oftentimes and not when I went through that, I was never never felt disappointed by my choice. No, I mean I, there were very few occasions like you know I never was I mean every He-Man figure I was desperate to have, it didn't care who it was. I was like I, I'm all about it. Uh, Thundercats, uh, GI Joe, very few. Uh, G, I can't think of a single GI Joe. Even if looking back at it in hindsight, you know, not a great character, but I was always excited with every G.I. Joe I got, whether it was a member of the Joe team or a member of Cobra, I, I, I never had a bad experience getting a Joe or a Ninja Turtle, unless they smelt funny. <laughs> you know, I remember getting Panicon and it smelt terrible. Like, the, the plastic he, I, that w- that he was made out of just smelt horrible. And just being kind of like, oh, God. But, but I never had a bad experience with anything He-Man related. Like, it, it didn't care what it was. Uh, such a junkie for it but and 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 wrapping things up it was we really could we could have just devoted the whole episode I, to department I, we stores. really could have just to go back and forth yeah. and, and start to like drudge up different memories because that that was a better time because we have target now but walmart really and the stores and the shelves stay empty even when it's not christmas right. time no uh, you know, the distribution is so yeah. shitty yeah so what changed between now and then i wish we could just go back to those times in terms of distribution yeah. and full shelves and not having to worry about scalpers and all that stuff there was one question here from Sportimus, because most other people are kind of talking about their their memories and like uh, Joe Lee oh, and, and Joe cool. leaving kind of like 
they were like, uh, okay. Uh, Sportimus says, do you have a figure that you were surprised to see for the first time at a store or has some special sentimental value to it? Mine is getting Trapjaw. It was the first Motu and a, just a cool cyborg villain. So anything stick out to you? Oh, wow. That, that you haven't um, already touched on. I mean, uh, gosh, with He-Man, getting He-Man and Skeletor, um, was was such a, a, a I just I just remember I lost the weapons the day that I got home with them like my my grandparents got me back to their place and I lost all the weapons I, I my entire childhood I had no power sword I didn't have a havoc staff for a little while but that was about it but I was so um, enamored with those figures and Cyclone uh, especially but I, I it always comes back to Christmas of '87 and since we are approaching Christmas that that Christmas um was the first experience I had with like understanding what Santa Claus was about and getting Horde at Cobra Con, Spike or Whiplash and Fisto under the tree with all four Ghostbusters uh, and the plush uh, Marshmallow Man and Ecto-1. Um, and seeing those five He-Man figures, opening them up, like seeing the, the exploding red rock and those characters, I had never seen any of those characters before. Like I, I, did, I was not aware of any of them. So seeing Horde act, that was the first time. Cobra Con, that was the first time. Same thing with Fisto, Whiplash, and Spike War. And it was, you just, three-year-old me was just, it was indescribable. And opening them up, looking at the card on the back, and looking at all the mini-comics that they all came, that's when I got Clash of Orange for the first time, and the Hordak mini-comic was that Christmas. And I'll, I'll never forget it, that impression of these amazing villains and this one hero that I got. And it was just uh, amazing. But I felt that way about almost pretty much damn near every he-man figure when my uh that same year i got stinkor and my for my fourth birthday i got too bad leech and man antenna and was just i can't name just one because they all had that same impact that you said about trap jaw i had that about every figure because every hero and villain had that much of an impression on me because that's how much i love this fucking line um what i I have such passion for how about you uh I think mine would, and I can't even remember what year Christmas this was, and this kind of spawned from Febmon. Was it, wait, was it? No, it was Sportimus that said, what was your, what was your yeah. epic childhood uh, Christmas haul? Mine would have to be the year I got, like, all the turtle stuff. Like, I got the turtle van, the sewer playset, and I, it just opening all that stuff up. And there was also the year that I got the Ghostbusters. I, I want to say I was four when I got the Ghostbusters stuff. And there's a picture of me opening up Ecto-1, and my face is just like, <gasps> I, I like just couldn't believe it. So there were a lot of memories like that early on as a kid when I got, when I got my Nintendo for Christmas 89 and getting the Ninja Turtle game, Dick Tracy game, and Batman. I was just like, ah, oh, wow. And then you get, you get uh, Mario Duck Hunt. So, like, my dad wanted to play Duck Hunt, and I have all those memories of playing Super Mario Brothers with my dad and him trying to help me figure out Dick Tracy because the controls on that are kind of confusing. You have to press select. They suck. You have to press select to get out of the cop car, and a lot of people didn't know that, but we figured that out. I didn't. And my dad, <laughs> my dad had a notepad where he's, like, writing down the clues and things that we would need because if you interrogate the wrong person and try to arrest him, then it's, like, game over and everything. So, like... Lots of memories building with that with him. 
like teaching me essentially how to play video games, even though he never really played video games at all, like prior to that. No Atari, no Intellivision, none of that stuff. So him learning that with me was a lot of fun. And then just those Christmas. I'm, I'm not, I'm not staying in the room, but don't, 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 don't <laughs> okay. lose your own. Everybody's leaving me. I just do the show by myself. No, I, I was grabbing something to, to, to capitalize on our, on our conversation. Okay. Here. Uh, well, but just a lot of that stuff, especially with turtles, opening all of that up. And uh, some of it wasn't even wrapped. It's like Santa brought it and you're going. Yes. Was that, that was, that was how it was with my He-Man yes. stuff from 87. It was all under the tree, like right there. Yeah. Boom. Here it so is. You wake up you're groggy you're like half asleep but you're excited and you walk through and like they have the lights on so it's brighter than there than usual and like dad's taking pictures so the flash is hitting you too and you're just like trying to get a hold of yourself but you hone in on that christmas tree and you see all that unwrapped stuff that santa brought and you're just like, oh man holy shit and you go and you pick that up and you're like oh wow look at this and then you go and start unwrapping things and those things go with that and you're like oh my god and you're just losing your mind Lose your your See, tiny that, brain. That's why. It, oh, oh God, because yeah, the, the 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 one Christmas that uh that was like real. I mean, like I think it would have been eighty nine. Uh, which, well, that was the 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 heavy turtle centric Christmas that me and my brother both had. Because I I got it. I was given Raphael for Christmas in eighty eight. So from there to eighty nine, it was an explosion of turtle passion, and that was that was the year that we got turtles were all underneath the tree that and the batman movie book but it was pretty much turtle figures and turtle big was all underneath the tree all from santa yeah well uh, the the one uh another one that sticks out to me now that you said like batman what i got from santa one year was the battery operated batmobile lost my mind as a kid hopped in that thing i uh, like my dad (laughs) i think i told this on beyond retro my dad made me like out of cardboard and fabric made me my own cow and I already had, like, the uh, utility belt, and he made me a cape. So I saw that. We unboxed it. I immediately run to my room, put all that shit on, because I had Batman pajamas on as well that, like, it was, like, the blue and black, but it had, like, the symbol on it yeah. still. So, yeah. Had the cow, had the cape, utility belt, uh, even the, uh, like, the, the gun from the, the toy line. Yeah, took yeah. that to go with my utility belt, and I, like, Set, I I should have got this picture because that would have been perfect. I've seen it because I've seen yeah, the picture. You should. I should have uh, actually. I think it's on Facebook. I can find that and save it and put it on there. I'll show you guys that one thing in the chat room. Uh, Adam Gabbert has Tyler. He's he sent you a Christmas card, but it's coming to me. So when it gets to me, I'll give that to you. So you'll have that as well. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, um, bud. Yeah, I, this is like super extra long. I'll show this image. We'll go ahead and go through the wrap up stuff, and then I'll I'll share this real quick because I found this was like eighty, probably eighty, you know, maybe early eighty eight, maybe. But that's my fourth birthday. My papa was leaning down, and uh, I'm looking at Leech. That's awesome, right there. Yeah, and that's the same year I got Mantana and Two Bad at the same time. So that was that whole stretch. Uh, it was just you know I got Grizzlord at a flea market. Uh, I got the He Man Golden Book VHS. It was just a uh, my fan was all about piling on the He-Man stuff. They just knew I was such a nut for He-Man. Actually, and I, I have a few of these pictures still laying around, yeah. but it's it's I had them in the room, and it's just it's fun to reminisce about like the excitement. 
Yeah. I'll show you guys this one. This isn't the the Batman one yet. I'll, I'll find that one as well. But here here is the picture I was talking about earlier with me opening Ecto One. We have our Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, wrapping paper going on right here. So that's me like being really super stoked about the Ecto One. You even see like the uh, Winston figure right there on the ground because i had already opened up all those too i also got the the uh firehouse play set so i got all this stuff so it was, it was kind of a, amazing having that there let me try to let me try to find that batman motorized battery well, motorized battery powered vehicle real quick and then we'll we'll wrap it up so that, that's the only picture that exists, right? Of you opening something Masters related? Uh, there are pictures of me from uh, that Christmas of 87, which I held, like, there was one of me, like, in a white t-shirt in my little underwear, like, kneeling down by the tree and picking up the He-Man figures. Yeah. I have misplaced it. It's hard, it's hard to say. And then there's another one where I'm, like, holding open a uh, Ghostbusters calendar that I got that year, and there's some stuff by the tree. And then I have... Um, uh, I, I mean, I've got, you know, uh, some other pictures of me as a child wearing He-Man stuff, but the Christmas pictures of, of He-Man, um, I do have a picture of me from the Christmas Eve from that year, and I'm wearing um, a Garfield sweater and wearing the the uh, cowboy uh, six-shooter guns that I was given, and I have my commando from, from Arnold, the six-inch commando figure, and Chuck Norris figures from the uh, Karate Commandos to line. That's what I was given Christmas Eve the night before, I got all the He-Man and Ghostbusters stuff, nice. so it was all about you know big muscular super you know heroes just kicking ass all over the place, man. It was it was a a year to never be forgotten. That was also the same year my mom recorded Frosty, Charlie Brown Christmas Special, the Garfield Christmas Special, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Will Benton's Claymation Christmas. So I have that transferred to DVD of the cartoons from '87. So '87 was a pivotal year for me. It really was. I mean, that was. In the Thundercats, you know, I didn't get into GI Joe till '88, but it was just that year was it was you know. I'll, we'll keep yeah. this, this yeah. podcast yeah, yeah. if I keep going. Um, I put the image up here. You, it's been up here for a couple minutes while uh, I can't see yeah, it, so yeah. I just. But to... you, you can see here in the left corner, I got my turtles book bag hanging on the doorknob because that was like the book bag I had at the time. There I am sitting in the Batmobile, and behind me we got like the floor model wood panel TV with the VCR on top. It's it's pure <laughs> nostalgia. It's it's fantastic. It's a, it's amazing. And there's the the homemade bat suit that I had thanks to my dad. So, yeah, good times, man. I I wish Christmas could be like that again. I I, I that, that, that's why I get so kind of bummed out about Christmas yeah, now. Like not, not so much this year, but it's it's not the same. And even though getting stuff from my nephew is fun, but that that lack of excitement in general, man. It's I mean I, I'm thankful to have experienced it that to never have because right. I know there's a shitload yeah. of kids out there who did not get a quarter of what you and I and others got to experience. But it's. Uh, it's something I, I pine for all the time. And, um, you know, and, and, and don't, there's been some times as an adult, you know, that uh, I have gotten some, some fun memories, you know, and some of it's He-Man base, which has been really special. But, uh, you know, that uh, explosion of, of emotion to walk to that tree and see that Santa Claus had been there and he knew you liked this or that you he thought you would like this. 
I mean, it's it's the I get so mad when I hear about anybody who has ruined the magic of Christmas for kids and Santa Claus and the mythology of the reindeer, the North Pole, and getting down the chimney because some asshole in your family or some prick at school decides to say certain things and ruin that magic. I mean, it's magical to think that Santa Claus brought me He-Man toys and Ninja Turtles and Batman stuff and Spider-Man stuff. You know, whatever I was into, he delivered. And it was so much fun to think that he thought of you that way and, and brought those toys for you to wake up. And, and, you know, you got to experience all that with the Turtles and Ghostbusters and Batman. And all of you listening to this podcast got to experience it with whatever your Transformers, G.I. Joe, Brave Star, you know, whatever it might be. Obviously, He-Man. It's... um I just I think it's great that all of us listening to this really got to have a memory or many memories of Santa Claus being good to all of us and and thinking about it and talking about it with your family or your friends or sharing in the chat room or it's uh you know that's part of the magic of this tour line of what we're talking about today is that it has such a major impact on all of us in various times of our lives. So anybody who wants to say I'm an angry, bitter, unemotional asshole who doesn't, you know, I'm like, there's so many layers to this, this angry podcaster that's on here with, you know, the super nice Joe and the, the naughty and neutral Nathan Kennedy, you know, it's, um, it's a passion that runs deep. And, you know, I think a lot of people thought I would grow out of this passion. I'm proud to say I've never gotten close to it. And I don't intend on ever leaving this passion behind me until I'm dead. And then hopefully in the afterlife, I'll be experiencing He-Man in a way I've never been able to. Here's an attorney of playset. So, here's an attorney of playset. And I actually get to, I actually had two dreams about He-Man last weekend where I was actually, uh, like running from the, uh, Blade and Sauron and Beastman cause they were after a baby in a, and like they were in like on earth and tearing up a library, like, looking for this child, and I see them tearing it up, and I'm like, I've got, you know, I'm with He-Man, and man, I was like, they're after the baby. we got to stop, and I remember shooting Sauron, and, and then being cast in another dream, and, like, I'm being played, I'm playing He-Man in the, in this, you know, Hollywood production of He-Man, the movie, but, but it's in a high school gymnasium, and celebrities are shown to watch it, and they're coming and acknowledging me, and they can't wait to see me in the role of He-Man. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to forget my lines. I'm going to be made a fool out of myself. What a weird dream. Yeah. I meant to show that last week, but they, it was in the same night, back-to-back, two consecutive He-Man dreams based around the live-action movie. I think it means it's destiny. Uh, no. I am destined to no, play He-Man in a live-action film It's not going to happen. If it, if it happens, I'm going to boycott the movie. I'm going to like show up to the studio. Uh, uh, of course I'm gonna you I'm going to show would. up yeah. when they're filming it. I'm like, why, why are you doing this? Why, why are you ruining this? Please. <laughs> All right. And I'm say, you know, I don't know who this guy is. Get him off oh, my yeah. set. You're, you're not, you're not Tom, you're not blonde Tom Cruise yet, sir. No, not quite. Yeah, yeah just, just the <laughs> aim name. But uh, we'll, we will go ahead and wrap up this super long, extra long episode. We haven't done one of these in quite a long time where it's extended past the two hour mark, but here we are. If you're new to the channel, make sure you like, subscribe, give that a thumbs up, leave a comment down below. Uh, if you guys haven't done this before in the chat, during this, leave a comment after the fact. You, anyone watching this after the fact, please leave a comment. Give us some of your Christmas memories, any of your department store memories, any of that stuff. Check out the links down below. You can find us on Anchor, Podbean. Uh, go download Tyler's Meech, 
Meech. Leech mini comic. There we go. Mix that up. Uh, hit Joe up for a custom. Buy one of his t-shirts that we already plugged at the beginning of the show. And until next time, have a powerful day. By the way, I faked every orgasm. You're probably not going to know that one. Hmm. Even though you like this film. That sounds really, 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 really familiar, though. I, I won't do Joe and give the, the 30 second. Can you give me a hint? Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. The person who says this line says it to Priscilla Presley. Oh, uh, Naked Gun? Yeah, first one. Go. Oh, yeah. And Grim 2 pops in with <laughs> Naked Gun at the same time. Yep, Naked Gun. It was either it could be that or Buzz Off Butter Cheeks, which was from the third Naked Gun. That was the other quote I had in mind. So, well, but I hope everyone enjoyed our, 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 our Christmas edition, which was semi Christmas. Semi Christmas, yeah. I know that we yeah. like there were talks of doing the the Christmas special, but you guys have already done that a couple uh, years ago. You didn't yeah. want to sit through it again, more or less. I, I Honestly, that. like after I said, I was like, I don't know if I really want to sit through this. It's just it's it's just not as much fun to sit through. Like, it's just, it's a, it's only 45 minutes. It's it's a short but, thing, yeah. but I'm like, I, I get it. I, I feel I like know. we benefited more from doing this over that anyway. Well, yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, next year for Christmas, we'll, we'll do something else. You know, maybe we'll have to, you know, revisit a commentary that no one gave a shit <laughs> about, like the ice age comment that we did that. Nobody cared. Um, or revisit the commercials, which is not really Christmas related, but we did that around Christmas a few years ago. No one cared. Um, uh, you don't have to get on that that high horse skin. We'll see you next week. No. <laughs> <laughs>